0: To start our new douchebag intro music. Yeah,
1: apparently. No, Kyle was playing it on his phone, so I figured oh. what the hell. Are we recording? We are recording. It's the MBM uh. podcast. We are here.
2: We are back. And we're live. We're not live.
3: We we're are live. Live. I going
2: to start that again. We are live. <laughs> live. Live. Not in the 405. No,
1: not in the 405. We only wish we had a little bit of their money and could do some of the stuff they're doing. Mm. Let's build a so you're, really, you're changing, you Really, you're changing the intro song now? No, oh, okay. it's just going to be different all the time because you know here we are the whole time thinking we're using it's a non copyrighted <laughs> song.
0: Uh, Wrong. Just, you, no, that's just YouTube being YouTube.
1: No, somebody claimed rights to that song, and what they do on in YouTube for those of you that don't know, when you post a video, is if somebody puts in a trademark like or like a copyright thing on audio or something mm-hmm, that you've used mm-hmm, in it, mm-hmm. you have audio, to upload it
3: to
0: YouTube though, right? What the. The audio. So well, YouTube
1: yeah. So I upload. It. Yeah, I upload. But so what happened is, is, somebody has a claim in for that track. Mm-hmm. So as soon as YouTube sees the track playing, mm-hmm. it puts it and it notifies you mm-hmm. that so and so has monetized that song and it owns to this person. And then it gives you a track match, so you can actually hit play and listen to the audio oh, really? match.
0: Yeah, yeah. So are you able to get a hold of the guy and be like, dude, bro, can we use your song? I don't know. Probably might be able to, but maybe he'll be like, oh. You guys are so awesome. <laughs> or it might be the complete opposite. Yeah,
1: it might tell us to go hoop our foreheads. But see, it wasn't even the guy who put the claim in. There's this company called uh, WMD or WDM or something like that, or MDW, yeah, those, yeah. those three initials. And, and that's what actually their job is to do, is they go out there and they put the claims on music uh, like that belongs to artists so they can yeah, yeah, yeah. collect Within the funds their- and then they pay them with it. Intramatricine. Yeah, so that was... Uh, Yeah, that was that. I'm just doing a million and one things. Thank you for fixing my computer over here, dude. Oh, you're welcome. I am very happy to have, not have to plug into my laptop to play audio anymore and have that awful hum. By the way, people, if you have these laptops with the Beats audio that's supposed to be better than most, I think they're full of it. It sucks. Yeah, apparently.
0: Apparently. Dr. Dre. Yeah. It's not so good, bro. I like my headphones. But anyway, nah. It's just it's got to be a hardware thing, and probably. I mean, there's more cables than a spaghetti pot over here. So
1: true. So, what have we been up to since the last show? I, wh- when
0: was the last show? Before we went to Wisconsin. So we've been to Wisconsin. So we went. Oh God, Wisconsin was we've, so awesome. We've raced with those
1: awesome guys at Marca. With Marca. Um, we've raced down at. We learned so much Casey's. at Marca. You did, You got to. Oh, it was so great. But
0: it was good. I enjoyed my time. There. That track was awesome. Yes, it was huge. You guys have probably seen pictures, the odd picture. We didn't... We were pretty busy. We were pretty overwhelmed. and popping. Yeah, I know. Sorry, folks. It's all good. And uh, we did. We learned so much. And that track was just... Oh, my God. How many jumps did they have? There must have been at least... 14 15 oh i know and there was like the quad the tabletop the quad the, the 15 what was it 15 foot 15 or 16 15 foot tabletop. tabletop and then i was notified that they can make it 21 feet and i was like oh my god yeah exactly a 21 foot long table and that's they, from like uh, that's not from like the bottom that's from like upper lip to upper lip
1: yeah like that's just the platform the platform
0: <laughs> yeah i was like oh my god you guys are awesome yeah me and Matt have been talking a lot about getting to spend some time with those guys, hopefully. Very soon. Soon. Go down there, have them come up here. Just we mm-hmm. gotta have a place where we can play. Yes.
1: What else have we done? Uh, we started a YouTube channel. We also started the MBM uh,
0: R C race team. Yeah, R C race which team a lot of page. You know about. Uh, I've been taking care of that and Matt's been doing a lot on the trying to podcast anyway. page yeah it's just a lot my god folks if you ever get into this well i've got stuff, i've got just... that i've got the tsr page oh, yeah. I've got... <laughs> oh, well man. you don't do much on the tsr page do you
1: no here and there like i get all the
0: notifications for it and if i can manage chances, I know that's I like some of the other stuff i'm involved with with casey yeah. yeah oh my god like his three pages between the hobby shop his track yeah and then the spring fling event like holy cow i wake up in the morning and i've got like 87 notifications i'm like how am i supposed to and, and it kind of just groups them all together right like yeah it, it, anyways it's one of those it's just hilarious you wake <laughs> up and you're just like oh my god why am i doing this because you. so love yeah what it, else bro. we uh, we started dipping into the eight scale stuff now that the snow is for the most part gone needless to
1: say i am a hundred percent on board to yard sale my eight scale techno And I mean yard sale. We got a place. Find me the biggest jump. Find me the most outlandish thing to do with it. And I am
0: going to do it. That is not an open invite to give him suggestions, folks. Go ahead.
3: Give me suggestions. Don't. Don't.
0: don't, Kyle, build me a 15-foot ramp. No, no, dude. I'm telling you that no. that ramp at the skate park. Dude, <laughs> you clearly were not doing what I was doing because
1: no, like I said, okay. So you have the face of it. Like, say my laptop's the face of yeah. it, right? So what I was doing, I'm standing about where you are, kind of deal, facing it, and I was taking my car wide open throttle, but I was slinging it off yeah, that towards way. towards the hill, yeah, I because know. I wasn't sure what it would do if I went straight up.
0: Oh, it'll go. It will go up. Oh and over yeah, there. yeah. What it'll what it'll want to do is is um. It wants to go back end up. Yeah. So you just give it a shot of the brakes. It levels out. And I mean, dude, you've got time to figure out how to get that thing straight. I'll put yeah. It to, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I want
1: to do is I want to find somewhere where we can get uh, like smaller, bigger jumps where we can really learn the whip properly. Well, we'll just build them and put them in the back of our trucks. But well, That's what I said. That's what I said to Jim. I said, you know what? I said, when this place is packed and there's a bunch of people here, mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to do this. Plus there I don't was care. that one
0: D bag. There's so many places we can go. I'm just so over this whole RC stuff. I'm just gonna do whatever I want, wherever I want. Until somebody asks me to leave, I'm well, just, just
1: I don't get it. Like I'm, what I'm are hurt? Like, okay, so so okay, okay. I can understand five years ago when every Tom Dick and Harry had a nitro and was terrorizing everybody with a nitro. I get that. Nowadays it's the tire literally the sound of metal gears just Well, the worst you do is you tear up the grass, right? Oh wow. yeah.
0: Grass grows back. I'm sorry. Never mind. Sometimes we're actually helping them out by cutting it, it, some it, of it. And by aerating it. Exactly. <laughs> like geez, right? And then what else? We've been ramping up for the sixteenth uh, annual spring fling hosted by KC, KC Hobbies. Hobbies. Yeah. Got lots of great oh my God, the, the sponsors for that. Tons. I am so excited
1: at, at so many of the guys that have uh, you know help um, just you know stepped up to the plate kind of deal to to help. Yep. With it, which has just yeah. been amazing. Like the short list of some of them, like CowRC, Gone Bananas, Infamous Designs, RC, AKA G Concepts, Evil Empire, SMC, Proline, Dutch Oven Designs, Tekken. You know, like the list keeps growing and growing and growing. Associated. Yeah, associated's uh, in there. There's a bunch of other ones. I believe Novak sending stuff. Like it's just, you know, yeah. the amount of manufacturers that have gotten behind this this year has just been incredible. And the level of support has been Amazing yep, as well. Yep. So it, it's super happy. I'm looking forward to getting down there, getting in, in,
0: in and having a fun day, obviously. But just yeah, being I, involved in it. That room is huge. Oh, my God. It's huge. Holy oh. hell. We'll post a link on our page there. I think we already did to it, but we'll do it again. It's, it's, oh, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Right? Ho- hopefully next year we can start earlier. Unfortunately, we just got behind the ball. Uh, you know, with me getting sick and stuff, and just yeah, yeah well, it Casey is what it is. Busy and his job changed where he's working. Maybe we'll give him a call here in a little bit. Give him a surprise, Casey. Yeah, yeah, we could see what he has to say. See what he has to say. As long
1: as his his shop phone doesn't go all crazy again.
0: No, we'll we'll, we'll call we'll call him and talk to him first. Obviously, we no. won't just. I w- I was I was won't. talking to him on the shop phone, and
3: <laughs> no, we'll call him on a cell. I got he a goes, cell number.
0: He goes, Matt. Hello,
1: Matt. I'm like. So, literally, he's saying hello, and I'm like, Casey, I can hear you. <laughs> and then he messaged me. And he's like, I can't hear you. I'm like, but I can hear you. I was, I was like, oh my God, technology uh, has completely hilarious. ruined everything nowadays. Yeah.
0: So, why don't we take a uh, two minute break, Matt, and we'll okay. get our first guest on here Michael Bahana. Bahana, Hannah someone's backup beepers going off upstairs. No, that would be my
1: smoke alarm. My wife is trying to burn down the house <laughs> so with us in the basement. The is burning down the house. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after these words from some of the supporters. As
0: yeah, long as our house doesn't burn down. True.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, if nobody gets to hear this, you know what
3: happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: guys, it's Matt here. Just want to stop in and take a minute to tell you about Gone Banana Racing Skins. Rick over there is making foam tires custom made on any kind of rim that you could possibly send them from anything from a 10 scale buggy, upwards of Claude Buster, uh, tires I've seen him do. He's doing speed run wheels, if you guys are ever interested in getting any kind of rim covered in foam, get a hold of Rick over at Gone Banana Racing Skids. He's doing custom foam tires that others just won't do. Okay, we're back from a break. There's the music everybody's used to. The copyrighted music that we thought wasn't copyrighted.
0: That damn website <laughs> lied. <laughs>
1: liars. There's liars all over the internet. You can't believe everything you read or can you? It's all true,
0: isn't it? What do you think, Mike?
4: Which Mike? You we got to dis we we got to figure out the code name for each of us cuz you got Mike, Mike and Matt, so <laughs>
1: um
4: Mike uh, B. I mi- was actually okay. Mike
1: Mikey, B. Mikey B. There you go.
4: There you go. Me? Yeah, oh yeah, anything you see on the internet is true, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> For those of you that don't know, we have Michael Behanna on with us from Evil Empire. I know you guys have heard me talk about Evil Empire Motors a lot because... Uh, Mike was so nice to send me out the first short stack 13.5 that he had as a prototype, and I wasted no time whatsoever in getting it inside my two-wheel drive buggy and bringing it out to an outdoor parking lot and putting the gearing to it and running it wide open back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, forth, trying to get the son of a bitch to go over 200 degrees, (laughs) which was not easy. However, I figured out how to get it over 200 degrees. But the next run, it runs 170. (laughs) I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, But, yeah, so I've been a firm believer in Evil Empire Racing and everything you're doing over there. And I want to say thanks for coming on the MBM Podcast. It's about damn time. Hey,
4: man, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, uh, it's a great opportunity to be able to get hooked up with guys like you and get some real feedback and, uh, you know, help provide uh, some good stuff for everyone out there.
0: Oh, and yeah, that's... And thus far, it sounds like it's yeah. pretty good stuff.
1: I'm really interested to see your look on your face when you switch. <laughs> oh, dude. To that. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait for this. Like the back-to-back order. comparison. Because literally, I'm going to send you out there with your 224 with the ten five is mm. in it right now. I'm going to have you come in, and I'm going to have my soldering station hot, and I'm literally <laughs> going to go, <laughs> send it back right out. We're going to YouTube that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That would, that would be cool, huh? We're going to. Well, I've been YouTube doing it. it and get that uh, Eagle Tree fired up in there. Yeah, so yeah.
1: we've been doing, we started an M B M podcast YouTube page, uh, which I plan on mentioning later in the show, but surprise. So pretty Yay. much on <laughs> uh, on the NBM podcast YouTube page, which, of course, I want you to go over and subscribe to so you get all the updates because it helps a lot if you can actually see the videos we work on. Um But we've started dabbling in some videos. I've got an unboxing of a Kyosho Blizzard FR, which I think I really have no business doing unboxings, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Our our version of unboxing is more like (laughs) hacking it apart. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. Yes. That was a good pop. You're killing me. I know, I'm trying to. Hang on, let me fix it. Deep pop me, bro. Deep pop I can't deep pop you. You have to (laughs) not eat the microphone. Okay, I'll move it like this. There. Remember, you got to talk into it. Yeah, but then it pops. But you. There's this thing called distance, right? Oh. Like you, you don't have to be like. Oh. I like big hard objects right
3: in front of <laughs> my face.
1: <laughs> this one's going real off kilter. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put like a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Anyway, um, so let's. Uh, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> we
0: were talking about the YouTube page that everybody right got turn. To subscribe
1: yeah, on. so go to the YouTube page. There's gonna be lots of stuff coming out on there. Everything from when we go racing to when we go out and yard sale our eight scales off stuff to when we do something silly with our vehicles, even. That's not illegal-ish or provable. (laughs) We shouldn't have said that. Oops. (laughs) Uh,
0: Anyway, (laughs) moving along. (laughs) So, Mike, tell us kind of your journey into getting into this whole motor, battery, ESC. Like, what kind of motivated you to to start the the EVIL brand?
4: Well, um, I've been a gearhead my whole life, and, you know, I rebuilt my first car engine with my dad when I was 10, and, you know had at the time, whenever I was growing up, some pretty cool cars, and just, you know, I like performance, and I've always been able to look at something critically and be like, hey, you know, how can we make this thing any better? How does it work? I've always just had to know how things worked, and um, and being on a road with uh, the job that I do, I'm I'm going 300 days a year, typically, living in a hotel and away from home, so it's not like I can go to drag strip and, you know partake in all those things that I used to do. And so I saw an electric car one day at this job site and uh, I took a look at it and talked to the guy and it looked pretty cool. It was an offna I still have it, offna, buggy 80. And um, I was like, hey, how much you want for that? And I bought it for a hundred bucks and started checking it out and seeing how the electronics worked and what the motor was. And that's the day I thought to myself, man, you know, I think I could make this stuff. I think we could put something together that's better than this for a decent price, and actually have our own our own brand. And I started on that journey. We we're just talking about this. It's two. It's almost two years is whenever I started this journey.
0: Wow! Time flies.
4: Yeah, it does. You know, because yeah, really, um,
0: we we've known about you almost since the beginning.
4: Yeah, really. pretty
1: much. Shortly, uh, shortly uh, after.
4: I think I shipped you that little black motor, like, in June of last year, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit. Because I got,
4: I, I got my first sample order in April. So it's going on, like, one year since I got my first samples that hit the ground here.
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. I'd,
0: I'd have to look. See, I'm pretty... No, that, that is about right, because we really didn't start the, that parking lot thing that we were doing until later in the summer, too, because Jim kind of came up with that idea in the middle of the night. <laughs> he came to my house on his bike and he's like dude we got to go up here and look at this I was like okay let's go <laughs> and that's yeah it, that that sounds about right it'll be a year in June so
4: so it's been um you know it's been about a year and I've been beating on the batteries for a year and you know working with the factory about different things and you know we have um we're starting to get the batteries out there now too so we got the 42 series of brushless motors for A scale stuff we got the 36-series motors for 10-scale stuff, sensorless. got the 540-censored uh, cans, and we have, um, uh, man, did I just lose my train of thought. Um, Welcome to the NBM podcast, Squirrel. Absolutely. It's like Squirrel. <laughs> I'm in my garage, and I looked at a Traxxas slash, and I just totally, like, <laughs> I looked at the motor on it, and it threw me off.
1: Why? Because RC car.
4: <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Well,
0: I'll tell you Um, what, like, I got those three 540 cans you sent me, and those things are just, I just, that orange is just badass.
4: The orange is badass, and you know the bad thing about it is, like, that's the color I picked, and that's the color we anodized them, and I got them over here, and then I start looking around, and there's a Trackstar out there that's orange like that, and there's another one that's out there orange like that. Uh, Oh, really? But you know what, but,
0: But that's how it is, right? You know, you buy a Ford, and then that's all you see is Ford?
4: Well, you know, this is the thing that I think that most people don't understand. One, I'm a dude in my garage trying to bring good stuff to everyone out there. So mm-hmm. I don't have. It's not like it's, I'm a multinational conglomerate with a ton of cash behind me. I'm pocketing this thing myself. Yep. So I'm wheeling and dealing and trying to get my my guts into whatever I can get the best manufacturing at. You know. So like I'm limited to. Cans and heat sinks and cases and whatnot because man just to change that can on that 540 to get my own aluminum billet is is fifty grand. Really, I don't have. I don't have fifty grand. Yeah, you got to pay for the tooling, then you got to buy the first run. So then it's your die, right? Then it's then it's yours. But you can I can buy that. I, I can buy somebody else's die. I mean somebody else's casting and stuff it the way that I want it and bring it to you. I retail that thing for 75 bucks. Yeah. I don't think you could find a better motor at that price point.
1: Mm, no. I've ran other brands that have been cheaper, and they do not touch these. No. no. <laughs> they just don't.
4: No. And, you know, so one of the biggest things, one of the biggest hurdles that we've had to overcome as being a small company is, you know, the constant hashing of, oh, it's just rebranded Chinese stuff. It's just rebranded Chinese stuff. And so that's been the biggest stigma to come over is, you know, to, to overcome rather. Oh, is, do, you,
1: do you remember the time I went after a few people that were running their mouths about that? It's like, no, yeah, I, it's not. It's remember. not. Oh, well, I'm telling you it is. It's like, listen, okay, that's right. You're right. You're totally right. That's right. You've ran this stuff. You know it. You've had it in your hand before. Yep. You're right. You're completely right. You absolutely know where this guy got all this stuff from. And funny and, enough, you know, the whole conversation stopped after that.
4: Yeah. And that's it too, man, is that, People that are talking, I mean, I know because I'm I'm handing it out to people. I know who's getting it. And the people that are talking smack, never even touched it. Yeah, They're never seen it. They're not even like one state away from the nearest person who has one for them to speak. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, come on, dude, really? Like I know, and, and you know, Tim even mentioned on his show that, that you know that being affiliated with the companies he is. He knows the deal. You know, two things could be in the same box, and one's going to be totally different than the other. So, you know, I'm just doing what I can to try to get something out there that's affordable. If people don't want to buy it because it looks like a track store and they'd rather buy a track store, we'll go ahead and buy a track store. Because the dude that got ours is gonna smoke your ass.
1: Yeah, well, and then at the same time, uh, you know, when your track star blows up, just go back onto your website there and order yourself another one, and don't bother trying to contact the owner and say, "Hey, dude." Oh,
4: that's the other thing too. You know, we we I manage the warranty right here. You know, anything that you get is managed right here. So it's it's the real deal. It's a it's a real honest warranty that you can call and talk to somebody about.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. So I guess what the question is, Mike, would be this, and you can just kind of get into the details, and this is kind of what I'm, I'm excited to hear about. What, you kind of were mentioning some stuff the other night when me and you were talking there uh, through Facebook. You know, Some of the statistics, the numbers, what makes your motors what they are versus you what know, well, we'll call it the Chinese cheap stuff. Not that there's anything it's, wrong with the cheap Chinese it's, stuff.
4: It's the way you put them together. Why do you think uh, one of the high-end custom motors here are better than the Chinese? Because yeah. it's that dude that's assembling it. It's the guy. It's the material that the stator laminations are made from. It's the insulation that they put on it. It's the coating on the wire. It's how they do it. Their technique. Their winding. I could send you some pictures, man. In fact, you guys already saw them today. Did you see all them stators laying on the table? Yeah. 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 Okay. So. What other company do you know that you can call and say, hey, man, you know, um, you got any pictures during assembly? I can send you pictures of raw material, the winding wire, the laminations. You saw the pictures of the staters. I'm not putting that out there public, but tell me that you can't stuff any more copper into that thing.
0: Right, right, right.
4: So it's all about your material selection and how you put it together. Mm -hmm. And, you know,
0: so you're physically assembling the motors here. They're they, you just get all the components. No.
4: no? No. No. No? They're all hand built in China.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: They're not it's not a production run, you know. Like right now I got 65 motors on the way, you know, like 15 of this and 10 of that. Is, they're all hand wound just like at the custom motor places that are in the USA.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: They're all hand they're all hand done. Yep. You know, I mean, I could, I, I've already called. I have a one-off coming. I got a 12-cell, 68-millimeter long motor to go into um, a little project that I'm working on, a little buggy. So I'm going to throw 12-cell in, in a buggy that's only made for four. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's awesome. Uh.
4: It is. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, well, why not? We can do it.
2: Like nobody else is doing
4: it, and so why not try? You know what I mean. The, the the high voltage ESCs that we have, we got 12s ESC capable to 12s and um, 16s, and the 12s <laughs> 120 amp ESC that um, I pair up with these smaller high voltage motors. Man, it's a great it's a great combination because mm. you have a 68 millimeter package. You could put it in the smallest <sighs> of a car. And with the batteries that we have that are four cell in a two cell case, man, you can throw twelve 12S places that you could never put it before.
0: That I, I find it very interesting the whole the four cell and a two cell package.
4: Yeah, tell me another place that you can get two batteries and shove in a standard buggy battery tray. How,
0: how many milliamp hours are oh, they? What? I thought we were trying it, to keep that under wraps. It's.
4: 3700 milliampere
0: hour. so you'll, you'll have a little less runtime but not not yeah okay but dude, dude dude
4: okay but now that okay but now pack right
0: there that's a 4s
1: 4000 yeah okay so if he's putting a 3700 no, it's
4: close i know <coughs> well it, listen so so, so <laughs> along with that throw in one of these super
0: capacitors that i
3: have
4: well oh,
0: you mean like that now, one, that one you sent me
4: yeah, the, exactly like the one that you have. That I, need, that
0: I need a damn crane just to lower it into the
4: freaking RC. I was just
1: going to say, just just so we're clear, these do not fit in 10-scale stuff. Like,
4: <laughs> I know, I know. Mike and, and I, I are looking look at each other
1: like, where can we put this in the...
4: <laughs> I was like, I, I, I can glue it to the wing. <laughs> but now you throw that 4-cell battery into something, and you throw that capacitor in there with it that takes the transients out, and, you know, the cap's going to dump any any voltage transient that you have the on off on off the dynamics of you know this application the cap is going to take a brunt of the discharge away from the discharge of the battery so it's it's something that nobody else has tried it's something that's not been done and that's what i like to do here in the garage is try to figure out things that nobody has done before well
1: figure out
0: how to do i guess them. we're gonna have to get one of your escs to <laughs> listen you to play listen listen
1: I've seen the look on people's faces when Mr. Mike B here explains what he's done, and these are from very seasoned people in the industry, oh, yeah. and the look on their face is one of, like, holy <laughs> It's the only way I can explain it. And it just, like I said, for the person that it was and the reaction that I've seen out of their face, to have that aha moment, yeah. yeah. I know you're onto something.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we are onto something here. And so we're going to keep rolling with it, you know? And one of the things is, you know, my day gig, I deal with $20 million electric motors, you know, um, semiconductor switching that takes place in an area as big as a football field. It's full of equipment, capacitors, inductors, harmonic filters. You know, power systems has been my background since 2000. So I got 16 years of playing around with power systems ranging from 480 volt, you know, like what's on your panel at work. And now consistently it's 550,000 volt products, you know. (laughs) I, I help support products that support the electrical grid. So the people that I've got to meet and speak with and the talented engineers that I've surrounded myself with, I just pick a little bit out of everybody's brain, man, because you can figure some. Everybody can teach you something. So that's what I tried to do my whole career, is talk to these guys, learn from them, listen to them. And now I think I was meant to do this because I can apply all these little things I've taken from these people my whole career and make something to give back to everybody else.
0: Are you doing anything like unique with the ESCs as well or are they just kind of like not that, not I Well, the way kinda. that you
4: cal- the way that the algorithm is done, the way that you do the math in it. Yeah, that's that's different, but everybody's ESC has the same topology, man. Yeah. There's really no difference in it. You know, the FET section has to be a certain way, you got a certain way the front end has to be, a certain way that your flyback circuit's got to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the 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 device function is the same through everybody's ESC. So how you manage that, how you manage your switching, your timing, how you look at different things, that's what's different between ESCs. If you physically took them apart and looked at a schematic of them, there's probably not much difference between any of them. Right. It's, it's the because software. Because they're all the same device. Right. You know, they'll provide the same function pulse-width modulated variable frequency drive is what technically it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep.
1: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I can care.
4: So, you know, it, it's, it's, all on how, it's all on how you do your math. That's, that's, what, that's what changes. It's all on how you do your math. Hmm. Hmm. So
0: my next question is this, too, and you can maybe verify this or not. On these 8-scale motors that don't use sensors... Is there still yep. is there still a way that they're that they're sensing what the motor? Oh yeah, doing? you have
4: to be able to sense it so you know when to fire the FET the next time. Right. And what how that works is since the, the motors that we use in an RC car a brushless a brushless sensorless motor is a permanent magnet asynchronous machine which means if you spin the rotor with a drill and you put a resistor between all three phases, you will generate an output. It'll generate voltage. Well, we've proven so, that. Pardon me?
0: We've proven that because uh, if you have one of our transponders, I think it is, plugged into your, e- uh, to your uh, receiver and you roll your car, it actually lights up. Absolutely. You, yeah, it's, that or, or the yeah. video.
1: You know what's and, funny? He, he went on my Instagram on that was it you maybe i sent you a picture or a video of my four wheel drive buggy when i had that smc esc in it with the protec servo and all i was doing was turning the tires back and forth and yeah. the fan on the esc was yeah, going
4: yeah 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 and so um, because of because it's of that nature it's a it's a three phase machine so and it's the same thing as running a magnet through the coil of wire Whenever you were a kid, like with the, paper trick, with the paper clip motor thing, yeah, yeah. when you take a magnet and run it through a coil, you generate a voltage.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So that's called back EMF. So each time that rotor, the magnetic pole runs through a slot in the stator, it generates a back voltage that the ESC can see. They can see how big it is. And so each one of those pulses, you can calculate your RPMs, and then that's how you figure out when you fire your FET unlike a censored motor that has a hall effect switch in it that tells the motor, tells the ESC when to fire your, your current pulse. Hmm. So, and that's why on a censored motor, you can adjust the timing on it because what you're doing is adjusting the hall effect switch, its input to the ESC so that it can either have an earlier phase angle firing or a later phase angle firing for your timing and conduct more or less current.
0: got to make sense now. Yeah, I mean,
4: not that it didn't so, make sense before, but
0: yeah, he's I,
1: explained it to me before, and just you understand why I can't repeat it now, right?
4: Pack yeah. EMF. That's that. That's why. That's the technical term.
1: And in wow. resulting in in what you've done with your ESCs, you were telling me that they're a little bit they hit a little harder.
4: Yeah, and um, they're they're a little more reliable, you know, um, they, they take a beating because of the way we look at things. You know, we, we don't really, we don't, we don't do things like everybody else does. (laughs) That's the whole reason for the company. Try to be a little different.
0: (laughs) So like, I mean, I guess what a lot of people talk about, like I said, uh, not too long ago. We're going to have to get our hands on one here shortly to be able to just, you know, I run all Teak and stuff. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and I, I really like, well, Tekken stuff in the sense of ESCs. And I just I just like everything about them. I like how they feel, how they program, just yep. how you deal with them in general.
4: They got a smooth package.
0: Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. And, and I mean, I guess I can't compare them to yours because, obviously, I've never used it.
4: Well, my data package isn't even close to a Tekken's yet, man. You know, I'm still <laughs> just... <laughs> This is version one, really. Yeah,
0: no, no, and, and that's understandable. I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, in the racing world, I mean, I'm not sure how many guys are using your stuff to race. You know, you're kind of looking for that that predictable break or that, you know, just a certain feel, right? Because you're trying to get around a track. Do you yeah. have many guys that are kind of using it in that application? Or are we just, like, I know a lot of the stuff I see online is, you know, just trying to hit those top speeds, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
4: you know, you got top speed and basher guys, typically because that's the that's the first series of motors that I've put out there was the right. uh, 42 series, and then I went to the 36 series, and then we got in the 540 censored, which uh, Mike got today. So I don't have too many guys out there with the censored motor yet. Rick Stafford's running one. Yep. Um, man, he was he was real happy with it. He, yeah. He, it out and you know it, it it did a world of wonders for him yeah. um we're gonna be guy up him. in new york he was one that was one of the first ones to get one in rochester new york he said he rant and raved about it said it was the greatest thing since sliced bread and of course you know you got those guys they're gonna get the motor take it all apart and have somebody like blueprint it right and so he calls me or he starts messaging me a few days later and was like Hey, uh, yeah, me and my buddy, we took that motor apart and, uh, you know, checked it all out. And I was like, well, you know, what do you think? And he's like, damn thing looks good. The only thing I could say is maybe, uh, you know, trim the rotor a little bit so you can get a little better shim on the sensor. And, um, you know, he goes, yeah, my guy's a 25-year veteran, and he really likes it. So, I mean, you're going to have those guys, too. that are going to buy it and take it apart just to see.
1: Yeah, I didn't do that. No.
4: I take it apart.
1: Because to me, I don't care what the motor's got going on inside of it. If it works right. out on the track and does what I need it to do, that's all I care. And yeah, that's, that's, that's the really aspect that, that I was looking at it from.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I agree with you. There's,
1: i, I got to take that one other motor apart now.
4: You just don't have time. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I get, I've been getting a lot of messages here lately, and everybody wants, you know, wants us to recommend them something for their car. And, you know, that's about the hardest thing that I could ever do because I can't – we can't recommend you anything. You have to tell me or us because i got two other guys that's helping me out online now, um, Daniel Loudermilk and Roy, For- Roy Fadenbaker. So if you try to message us online, one of the three of us is going to reply to you. So you have to have a goal. It's not just as easy as – saying, here's this motor, and you can put it in anything, and it's going to go 120 miles an hour because that's not the case. It all depends on the car, the weight, the setup. I mean, it's more of the user that makes the car fast than a motor, you know, in all honesty.
1: Yep. Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure Tim could hand myself or Mike the remote to mm. his, his car. Yeah, we ain't going to make it go fast. And we're not going to make it go that fast.
4: No. No. And so, you know, there's a lot to it. And, you know, I've had a few people get mad at me. You know, well, why can't you just tell me what to use? It's because I don't know your car. I don't have every RC car in my garage and have spent months and months with different combinations on them all. Hell... Everything I got here is broke now because I don't even have any time to fix it and go run it. (laughs) I'm telling you. I put together this last for my kid a couple weeks ago. We've been having fun with that, testing around a little bit. I got my kids uh, jam and buggy back together, and that's what we was running the the small 4S in. And that, that was just crazy because I did 25 minutes straight of nothing but burnouts in the dirt. Speed runs on my block and bashing through my neighbor's yard on that 3,700 milliamp per hour battery, an A-scale buggy, and whenever it was done and we charged it up, it only consumed 2,700 milliamp per hour. And oh that was God. without the super cap.
0: Dude, you know what that would do <laughs> for racing eight scale being able to get that smaller pack and cut that weight? Why do you, Here, you think? Fear, <laughs> why do you think I made them? Yeah. <laughs> See? yeah. Uh, like, that is incredible. Yeah, I do
4: know. See, and that's it, too, because I'm an enthusiast as well, man, and, you know? And think about for, I mean, the, I know what's up.
0: for the RC boats.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh. Speaking of RC boats, you're going to see a crazy-ass RC boat. Buddy, uh, customer, um, has a boat, and it's got dual props on it, and it's going to be the first boat to have dual 12S system in it. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like one 12-S system or two twelve oh, S? Two of them. Two. Okay, I, just, motors, I just wanted two to clarify.
4: Two two props, two <laughs> shafts, two of everything.
0: Oh my god!
4: It's man. gonna want to blow itself out of the water. It is. <laughs> it, he's,
0: I can tell you right now, man. Oh, oh,
4: dude, bro. Yep. I got water jackets coming for the motors and heat sinks for the water-cooled heat sinks for the ESCs, <laughs> and I've been working with different materials to um, make everything fully waterproof. What
0: do you got set on there that causes that?
1: It's you riding the microphone. You can't <sighs> pop into a microphone. It's something
0: with this mic, dude. It, it's you. No, Matt, we never had that problem until I sat in front of this microphone. Be- dude. I used to sit there for how many podcasts? Yeah. And we never once had to do that. And you that. weren't
1: riding it. Yes, I, I also gave you a little I, bit more back
0: on I the board. I that microphone every time we did a podcast.
1: Yeah, because the last time I turned you down on that <laughs> microphone, you complained you couldn't hear yourself anymore. You
0: get used to these arguments very quick. No problem.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's hearing it as bad as it's blowing us out.
0: Oh, it's bad. Um, yeah, we've we've got the boats, and uh, yeah. I
4: know. it's, it's the, the boat world, the, the boat game is going to change because... Now you could throw a 6L in something that's tiny with these batteries. I mean, you know, and, and and with the with the motors that are being offered.
0: The boats are just so yeah. hard to control. They're
4: yeah. So I've never driven one. Oh, I'm my just God. Gonna dude. Give, I'm just going to give <laughs> one. Uh, you know, I make the equipment for you guys to go and have fun, break it, flip it over, whatever the hell you got to do. But I know I can give you something that will be badass. Hmm.
0: What's the price point on those packs? Pardon me? What's your price point on those packs?
4: Seventy nine shipped. Right on. Yep. Seventy nine dollars shipped, and it's thirty seven hundred milliampere hour, seventy five C, and that's a seventy five C constant. That's not a burst. That's a real. Right. These are real discharge numbers.
0: That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for the weather to break to go down to. Um, a guy named Brian Hose has WFO Raceway in Maidsville, West Virginia. It's not too far from here. Mm-hmm. And he got a guy that has a Schumacher A-scale buggy.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And the dude, they call him the professor. I guess he can drive. So we're going to throw this battery in his, <laughs> in his A-scale buggy, and we're going to try to do a 10-minute main with it. Nice.
1: Yeah, because that's it. If you if you can get that that thing to run
4: <clears throat> ten minutes, a little over 10
1: yeah. minutes, then you're laughing.
4: That's right. So we're gonna do the battery by itself, and we're gonna run it, and then we're gonna throw the cap on it, and then we're gonna run it again and we're gonna do you know some empirical data and see what see what happens Wow, I think it'll make it I think it's gonna change the game
0: no, oh, I think it will too hmm um where are you where are you based out of
4: south of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in a little tiny river town river town called Fredericktown Pennsylvania okay, right on
0: why does that sound familiar? I
4: don't know. Because
0: you got Fredericktown, uh Prince Edward Island? Is it Frederick Ting, I think it is here?
4: We don't even have a stoplight here or like a grocery store or <laughs> anything. We got a little butcher shop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: That that's it. I call it Sparkle City.
0: Nice. <laughs> Sparkle City. Sparkle City. Okay. I'm I, Mike, I got that eight scale motor here in my hands.
4: Do you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, boy. So Gonna, you, hold on, before you hand that over, yeah. What did you think whenever you first?
0: Grabbed well, no, that? I I don't want to I don't want to say anything until I. Oh, I, I got until, you. okay, yeah. 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 Hand yeah. it over. to
4: I, him. I'm, I'm gonna pass it over to Kyle. Hand it yeah. over. It's and, like
0: hot potato. Okay. <laughs> I've <laughs> and, already got to see yeah, this. Yeah, Matt. So. Kyle's already played with this. What's he doing? I can't see because of the laptop. <laughs> What's he trying to do? <laughs>
4: I can't say Oh, maybe he's trying to turn the rotor. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he's trying to do. Trying to do. Yeah, was, Good luck. That was the exact same what thing I shit? did. That's
0: exactly what I did. I was like Kyle. Oh my god! I need almost a pair of pliers to turn this thing. Like, up. Yeah, you <laughs> do. It's <tough> <laughs> you, you can do it, but you got to yeah, get a grip yeah. on that thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, when I put that thing in that truggy. It is gonna be unbelievable.
4: <laughs> yes, I wanna put is. it in the buggy. No, dude, the buggy will just insane. Oh, listen, there's a guy named Andy Smith online. He has a he has a that's his online name. He's a driver for JQ, and I I sent him a combo and he was gonna he, he put it in his truggy. And he hasn't had a chance to race it outdoors yet, and so he bashed the truggy around a little bit and was like this thing is stupid because I'm gonna put it in my buggy. So he puts it in his buggy last week and he messaged me the other day he's like, Dude, I gotta take this out of the buggy. I can't even drive it. So <laughs> it's gonna throw your truggy around like it's like it's not even there, man. You're gonna be real surprised.
1: Well you gotta get one of these for the HPI.
4: Oh my dude
0: no. No. There's no way it wouldn't handle it. Why not? Dude, there's dude there'd be too much i I'm telling you. I don't. I haven't even seen that thing run yet, and I'm telling you,
3: we
4: gotta put one in
1: the HPA. (laughs) We gotta. I want one for my buggy.
4: How (laughs) do you like them wires coming out the back of it? Yeah, those are ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. No solder joint on the inside of the motor. Yeah, I like
1: that. I just I rewired um in my. Uh, techno, I was given a motor in that, and unfortunately we had cut wires on it for whatever reason because we put different ends on it. Anyway, I went in to redo it, and that's that they were soldered, so that's what it was. Yep. It was
0: just yeah, yep, ah, uh, just less less resistance, right?
4: Yeah, yeah and uh, not a point of failure inside the can. Right, that's the main thing. Oh I mean, yeah, if you would have seen not
1: what I was doing to protect those wires, and oh man,
3: oh, yeah, man. and when
4: you're trying to solder on the stator winding. If you don't have all the varnish off of the very tip of what you're trying to solder to, you can't solder to it
3: because mm-hmm. it's insulated. Yep.
4: You know, because, I mean, when you look in the motor, all the motors are, all the wires are jammed together, all touching because they're coated with an insulation varnish.
3: Right. So you've
4: got to get that varnish off of all the strands before you can solder something on there very well. And in manufacturing, they have a chemical that they use that dissolves the varnish. But. When we're over here and you try to take the solder joint off, and then you got more solder going on, and it gets dirty. <laughs> you know, it's it's a pain. So I I we don't have a solder joint inside the motor, man. Um, there's some motors out there that do right now, and that was a manufacturing error. Whenever I got them in, and from here on out, there's none of them that are going to have. A, a joint inside the motor ever again. So,
0: those cable these, these cables come right off the winding, then, is what you're saying? Correct.
4: Right yeah, now. well, okay. just like what you saw in the picture of the stator. Yeah, yep.
1: yep. that's the same strand of wire that's making it yep, the sir. windings. <laughs> oh my God.
4: Right off the yep. Right off the stator.
0: Oh, I can't wait. I'm so jacked up right now to get this thing. That'll be <laughs> this weekend, Saturday, maybe. We'll see what Saturday brings or tomorrow
4: night. One thing no, you I think to you
1: launch- need to do it tomorrow night so that way, Saturday morning, we can go and launch these things. <laughs>
4: Yeah, dude. One thing you have to watch <laughs> is you only want four millimeter four millimeter depths into the motor, plus whatever thickness your motor mount is, because the windings packed all the way to the back of the bearing plate, man.
0: Oh, for the your my screws, you mean?
4: For your motor mount screws. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's critical. Now I you put know. A disclaimer, because it's it it's really easy to put a longer screw in, and unless you are paying attention and you got the touch, like you can feel it. Touching the winding whenever you're putting it in, but if you're drinking a beer, having a smoke, and shit, you'll never notice it. And then if you Uh, short it
1: out, unless your nickname's Gorilla Grip,
4: yep, you know. And if it shorts, (laughs) we'll figure it out. You know,
1: if it shorts, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that RX8 Gen Two is going to be kapoof.
4: Yep. Well, um, this is it's more critical on the 42 series motors than the little ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you always want to watch it. But on the 42 series motors, you you definitely want to watch it. Four millimeter depth on the 42 series motor maximum. That's your maximum penetration allowed.
1: <laughs> yeah. He keeps saying all these words, <laughs> dirty boy. Diameter,
4: girth.
2: penetration.
4: Yeah,
1: penetration. <laughs> smooth
4: package. A girth now. <laughs> a smooth package. It's
1: a girthy motor.
4: It is a girthy motor, isn't it? When you hold it in your hand, it's like... Damn. I
0: don't know. How's it compare in size? Like I don't because we haven't really been working with the eight scale stuff. Like mine's right behind you.
1: My techno's on the floor right behind you. I'm Pop not, your head uh, or get ask Kyle to. He's a little more nimble.
0: No, I'm not asking Kyle. <laughs> well, I, no, but what about those Mamba <laughs> motors? Because those Mamba motors are. There's pretty one on the HPI too.
1: behind me. And so it's I. Either, either you can grab mine for him, Kyle, or the one. But that one's got tires on it.
4: They're, they're about the same diameter, and ours are different lengths than what uh, their offerings have.
0: What, what does the length of the motor change, I guess, is what I wanted. Like it
4: just... The amount of copper in the motor, yeah. how big the stator is, and the amount of watts it could flow. So the bigger the motor, the more power the same. it can it can I consume
1: that thing, though. Yeah.
4: Because you remember, a motor doesn't make power. People always say, yeah, this motor makes power. No, a motor doesn't make power. A motor consumes power from your supply and your speed controller. It's a consumer, it's not a generator. Right, right. So the more copper you have, the bigger winding, the more watt it can produce. Can produce right.
0: Hmm. And that's what and, 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 and just to be clear, like what makes the, the, the bump on this motor? So is it the magnet or is it the windings?
4: The magnet right the style of magnet and the design of the rotor is why that thing has such a crazy bump to it and the and the di- and the air gap between the two
0: hmm. Now you're learning, Mike, no, I know this is I love this stuff. I eat this stuff up.
4: Yeah. you could make the rotor like a millimeter or two smaller in diameter and you'll have less magnet bump because you're further away from the magnetic pole of the stator right right so the closer you get to the stator and you got to have good manufacturing for that and we run it we we run an air gap that's tight and that's why you got a bump like that
0: yeah because you got to worry about a little bit of heat there with expansion and that right but
4: absolutely not only that bump but it's different Amounts of expansion because it's all different materials, right? Right you got copper that moves in a different manner in heat than the than the than the, than the um, Laminations that the magnet does and you got the Kevlar that wraps it all together It's not like they're all made from the same material and they expand and contract at the same rate Everything moves around in there a little bit different. And that's why temperature makes such a difference You've got to watch your temperature whenever you're using any electric motor that that's what kills them. And what, if you keep an electric motor within its temperature range, there is no reason for failure other than the bearing.
0: Mm-hmm. And what what's your numbers on on temperature? Like, what do you? Yeah, yeah What's your
1: opinion on it? Because everybody says one thing or another, but.
4: Well, I know I've seen ca- I've seen some stuff melt down at 160 degrees, and that is the temperature rating of pretty much everybody's motor, 160, 180, you know, yeah. and that's where that's where they like to run at. Um, depending on who builds the motor, you can get more temp out of it, but you have to watch the amount of time that that temp is there, and you have to let it cool, you know. I mean, when you're pushing these extreme applications, you better have a good understanding of what you're dealing with because you can melt a motor real quick, man, and I'll tell you, our warranty doesn't include... Over speed snapping rotors and melting down a winding or, you know, melting the adhesive on your rotor. Because <laughs> it's not like we don't know what it looks like to fail it, you know? Um so if we take it apart and see it, you know, it says right there, don't exceed temp and our temp is one eighty. Right on but is what uh is what these go to.
1: Yeah. That's good to know. So don't listen to anything I said earlier. About Oh, we're talking about the big motor, though, right? What big motor? one in your hand. What about it? We're talking about the 10. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but even the small stuff's 160, 180.
1: Yeah. Dude, I run a lot of my small stuff at like
0: 175, 180. No, I know, but we're pushing them, right? That's the nature of what we do. Yeah.
4: Exactly. And so just like the little one, the big one has room to move as well. You just have to be aware of what you're doing. Hmm.
0: I actually had an ESC catch on fire last summer. It was pretty cool.
4: Oh, yeah. That's easy to do.
0: Well, then he yeah. locked up a brushed motor, too. Completely <laughs> seized it. Nice. Yes. <laughs> and then snapped a front AR all in one day on a, on my buggy, but that was last summer. It was, it was shitty. Yeah, nice. you were on a tear. Yeah, that was a bad day. So needless to say, that the, the one that the ESC caught on fire didn't run since then. That was the beginning of summer last year, so I'm finally going to get it up and running here. <laughs> so that's I'm, I'm I'm replacing the motor. I'm going to put this Tekin RX8 in it, which uh, will give us the. I'm I'm. Uh, is the data logging that comes out of those things any good for you? Like, does it does it t- like is
4: it useful? Tekin stuff. Yeah. All data is useful. Cause I can I can send you. Does it does it pop you out a an Excel file like the Castle stuff does?
0: Yeah, yeah. Remember, I sent. You, yeah, I think man, I absolutely. sent you one before there. On uh, yeah, from pop- even the ten scale stuff.
4: Yep, pop me out an Excel file. I'm definitely interested in looking at it. Because
0: what's nice about those is is it gives you the throttle position too, eh? Yep. So it kind of just, you know, you kind of know what's going on for input and whatnot. It gives you, with the censored motors, it gives you the motor RPM. I don't know how
4: accurate that is. Pretty damn accurate. It has to be or else you can't fire the FET correctly.
0: Right. So I guess it would be. Yep. So, okay. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'll make sure I, I pull data off them as I do kind of as we run and... I'm hoping Deacon's got some new software coming out, too, apparently, that, I don't know, <laughs> one day we're going to see it.
1: Yeah, stop asking local guys for it.
0: Uh, a guy from downtown <laughs> Vegas sent me a message on Facebook just talking about the, the show and whatever, and he listened to the podcast we did with Randy Pike. And I said to him, I said, oh, I said, next time you're talking to Randy him about where our software update is, well, lo and behold, Matt sends Randy an email, and Randy tells Matt to tell me to stop razzing his local guys. Really? <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. It was, it's all in joking. No, it's yeah, all in joking. Joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's just—it's funny how the circle goes around. So that's why I'm, I'm kind of giving Randy the the low blows here again about you know where our software is. That's right. I just I want it because I know yeah. it's I know it's in the works.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and and it's tough to get something out there and be comfortable with it and you know.
0: Well, and I, I can see from their point of view You know, you don't want to release a piece of software And then all of a sudden, you know, people are melting their motors down Or <laughs> that
1: one guy gets it that d- doesn't work And then he complains yeah. about it and
0: You know, right. so you gotta be careful And I get it, and like I said I, 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 In all honesty, I just like razzing people And Randy's one of them now
1: Yeah, yep. so am I, one of them
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, damn. poor Matt here Oh, oh yeah. boy There
1: are days where I just want to smash people
0: he gets a little bit of sand in his <laughs> underpants. Oh,
1: my God. I'm good at it. And the worst part is he'll get me all fired up, and everybody will be a friggin' target except for him. <laughs> 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 like, like, he just gets me going, and it just it's like, oh, man.
4: What do you guys do whenever you get all angry? You go to Tim Hortons and, like, bash people for their coffee?
1: <laughs> um, things tend to go flying lately with me. Nothing gets broken, but... Things get upended. and
0: Well, like me and Matt have said before, Ugh. we kind of have the, the M&M effect, we call it, the Matt and Mike effect. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's, it, I don't know, it's always just a show. It really is because I think our personalities, you know, just the way we are, we're very outgoing and we just, uh, we don't care, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, it just we'll be in the backyard doing Lord knows what and it's just, <laughs> if people, were, uh, <laughs> people must watch us and just go like, what are these two buffoons doing? Absolutely. And, you know what? I don't care. We're laughing. You know, we're in tears. <laughs> you know, because we're we're messing something up or something's broke or. You know, like the, like remember that time we drilled, tried to drill that hole through the wall, and it just failed. Oh my god! We were trying to run a coax cable from inside the house, from outside the house to inside.
1: But we didn't want to have to put a new end on. On. So we were trying to use the other end, and I didn't have the right tools. Oh, oh man! God.
0: Well, let's needless to say, the hole ended up being about three inches in diameter by the time we were done.
1: The outside, <laughs> the start of it, like it, it got to the <laughs> diameter we needed to get the wire through. But if you ever seen the amount of silicone we had to put in the <laughs> hole.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oops. Yeah, it was like a whole tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. You know, that, that's the kind of that's the kind of stupidity we get into, you know. And and then when the Shaw guy come out, when he had to change it from the, the <laughs> he,
1: he pulled out our job of silicone. He put a new wire through, and then I see him out there with his little tube, yeah. rolling it to get the, every last little bit out of it to fill it. Uh, yes.
0: yeah. uh, and then we throw Kyle into the mix here. He's oh, been yeah. he's been quiet today, but
1: he normally is quiet yeah. unless to talk about his man van. His man
0: van.
4: Kyle. Yes. I don't think I've met Kyle.
0: No. No, no. And then Jim, actually, I, t- I tried calling Jim before we went on my way here to tell him to pop in, and I don't know, he, he's he got the family thing on. He works going till on. 9. Oh, he's on the 9th It's nine Thursday, shift
1: 12 to 9. Yeah, that's yeah. why we don't do Basement Outlaws on Thursdays.
0: Right. It's Wednesdays. Basement Kyle can't outlaws.
2: come. Nope.
0: So, yeah, our schedules are all over the place, but Kyle's, uh, he's one of our wingmen. Alright, gotta have a good wing, man Well, he he uh, he gets into just as much trouble as we do So, uh, what are you two looking at?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stay
1: on Facebook I'll, I'll minimize it so I can show you after Mike <laughs> So you can appreciate it but.
0: They're scrolling Facebook over here while I talk to you
1: <laughs> Well, no, notifications go off, right? So I, 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 I'm always refreshing the feed just to see what it yeah. is And so I refresh the feed And that pops up at the top of the feed It's like, oh <laughs>
0: See, Mike B, what you got to understand about how we do this podcast is there is no script. There yeah, is no plan. There's no show oh,
1: notes. We that's don't. the
4: best way, man. I'll tell you. That's, <laughs> we just that's sit- an honest effort. I'm down with that. I love it.
0: <laughs> we sit down, and literally I was like, you guys want to talk to Mike Mahana? I'm like, I'm sure he'd love to talk to us, especially since I got these motors. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, and literally that's just how tonight happened, right?
4: Absolutely. I mean, I was I was glad that you extended the offer, man. I'll come on anytime, talk about whatever you want to talk oh, about.
0: that's good.
1: Oh well, I'm sure we'll want to talk again, especially as things start. Uh, well.
0: I can't wait to start playing with these motors. Honest to God, we got racing this weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see Do how you? that goes. Yeah, we'll 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 see. We we'll race this oh, weekend and next weekend. The buggies in, man. So, oh, and it's so easy. I mean, with the three. I mean, with the buggies, it, it, yeah. And with Matt, Matt's like uh, I take
1: my soldering seriously. I have two soldering stations. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: he's a wizard with the soldering iron. I'm not going to lie. So,
4: you need to put that big one in your truggy, too, dude. So whenever you go to the track just break it out and then <laughs> no, you know, roost no dirt. Oh. just rooster dirt all over everyone. Put rooster, the Okay. Unfortunately, on on he it. has
1: heat <laughs> trenchers. That's the thing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to
1: break your death. We're, no, we're going to have to put like, <laughs> we're going to have to put like 15 pounds of weight on the car just to keep it on its wheels.
4: Yeah. Uh, there's uh, a, there's a friend of mine, good customer named Adam Nelson. He's got a, uh, a low C muggy that weighed 17 and a half pounds. He threw those belted monster truck tires on it. I think they're SRCs or something like that. Oh, God. And um, (laughs) went 73.6 mile an hour with that 17-pound beast and was only on 6L and and blew a tire apart so they had to send him a new set.
0: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know how fast we're going to get going because we don't have anything to really measure speed. That's one yeah, you thing. Do what
4: you got an old phone? Get an old phone. Throw, hook it up to your Wi-Fi. Download one of them Compass apps. One of them GPS apps. An Drop it at to home. your truck.
1: Perfect.
3: Yeah.
4: Now, everybody was has
1: one. Well, look what I was doing. Well, and, and I, I was taking my phone and jamming it underneath.
0: I think what we're gonna do is, is <laughs> you know where we're gonna do the straight runs is exactly where I said. Where on the ra- on the running on the track at the uh, oh on the uh, like the yeah. just yeah. make sure there's no one around... like you know be polite about it and uh i like i said because uh, it's cement we said right cement because it is it's cement yeah because what would be really nice is if we could use the track up at the new school because it's that rubber I... if it imagine with a set of foam tires on the rubber uh, you would have no traction problems no but you know oh. what we'll just i we'll just slick up a set of tires <laughs> for on the cement that's not hard <laughs> and we and you've got what's that you've got at least three thousand three thousand meters straight yeah somewhere like really yeah, well, just think of an oval, uh, uh, like, a running track, you know, like an Olympic
4: track. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what we have access to. Like, it's open, it's an outdoor.
4: But uh, 3,000 meters straight. It's got to be, at least.
1: No, oh, straight, I think the whole thing's 3,000 meters. Round, you think? Yeah.
4: I'm trying Either think way, somewhere. that's got to be oh, one hell of right. a nice place to go and run well, and, how long and is not the have to worry how about how the smashing the it a curb or anything.
0: What about the old drag strip? the one up on fifth line
2: there's got to be a little bit of Good pavement left in, in, the in the middle, middle. that
1: it's, it's bad just, it's,
4: it's disgusting oh is, is it, it? it's Damn.
2: just everything's grown out yeah. of the concrete and everything they don't even use it for young drivers anymore no it's that bad yeah, it's all overgrown crap no
0: anyways we're gonna figure something out yeah what we really need to do is get a video what is it like a videographer Videographer? Yeah, someone that like records everything we do because that's our problem, right? Like it's hard to record yourself while driving an RC.
4: You know what? Um, did you see that drone thing called Lily? Where oh you it yes, up, I you want it... one. Oh, I do too, man. That it looks follows so you around. Bad. You can see, oh, you, like yeah? you wear
1: like a watch with it thing, like yeah, a yeah, control yeah. unit with it,
4: and it it, it follows you. It, it tracks take the control view. Yeah, yeah. When I mean, it's it's. That's really cool You could put technology. that control
1: unit in the car, and that thing would keep up to because the car. Because, like, with
4: the GoPro,
0: it's okay. You know, you can put the head thong on or the chesty. But the problem <laughs> is, is <laughs> if that damn thing isn't looking at the right spot, that's it, it's done, right? Like, you've just wasted that. You're right.
1: That's what you use the Wi-Fi camera first for.
0: Yeah, but... That's right. But all it takes is moving the wrong... Like, you know what I mean? We've, mm-hmm. we've learned that. We're like it, it works, but it's not perfect.
4: You just can't be fat. No. <laughs> I don't know. We need to kick in on, we need to kick in and get one of them Lilies, man, and everybody got their shot to use it. What's that? What are they worth?
0: <laughs> Matt's looking I it up right they're now. Like,
4: they're like eight hundred bucks or something like that. Oh, that's oh. not bad though.
0: Well, think about no. what it. A DGI is twelve hundred bucks, and it doesn't. Be D, the, D, the Phantom DGIs or whatever. Mm. And uh, they're like twelve hundred bucks, and the thing doesn't even follow you.
4: Yeah, this is a this this Lily thing is 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 little. It's it's specific for exactly what you're talking you know, about. What
0: we're talking about, eh? Hmm.
4: Those times that you need a videographer but you don't really have one. Well, we got Stop Kyle. Things. You got Kyle. <laughs> yeah, we're just. Gonna, how did I get nominated <laughs> Kyle for this? Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
0: much. Uh, <laughs> we'll Lily, the
1: four ninety nine selfie drone that's your personal videographer. Four ninety
4: nine. Yeah. Wow. Number one up. That was... must have come down in price.
1: Camera reinvented claims the website for li- well, what is the website? <laughs> God damn it! There it is, lily I hate dot the camera. Pre-order. Well, you can't even get them. They're oh, pre-order. is
0: it maybe a? Um, is it like go through um not a GoFundMe but the uh, it's kickstart?
1: The total is okay. So it's it's eight ninety nine mm. for the camera, twenty dollars for shipping. So you're looking at nineteen nineteen if you want to pre-order one 1919 19. yeah 900 do- or sorry 919 <laughs> i was like how <laughs> i we, need to eat how did Shut we up. go
2: from 800
0: to, 1900? to 1900 i was like whoa was how many ordering i was gonna, I, <laughs> I was gonna. Hey, shipping costs damn isn't it crazy <laughs> what do you think of these whole, all this have you been involved in this shipping war bull crap with lipo batteries now too with the changes no yep. thanks to whatever company it was. That's a bunch of dummies.
1: Mm-mm, Boeing. Yeah. Boeing. Yeah. Boeing literally had issues with lipo batteries that they installed on one of their planes, one of their new planes, and then created a big stink about these lipo <laughs> batteries being allowed in planes.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's you, the short do you, and sweet. What, of do you, it. what do you think that's going to do to the lipo batteries? Oh man! Like, like you think they're going to get like crazy more expensive?
4: Uh, it all depends. Either, they're either going to get more expensive, or they're going to take forever to get to you because if they don't have, uh, you know, the right way to properly transport them, which, what is the proper way to transport it? Because there is a lot of controversy about what you do with a lipo battery, and I've had discussions online with people mm-hmm. who have told me that you cannot carry a lipo on an aircraft with your carry-on luggage. And I disagree with that. No, you can. That is how you're supposed to carry Yes, the FAA
1: even says it, in it. because I just went to Las Vegas last right. year, and I went through this whole thing. Yep. And,
4: and so does the TSA regulations. Yeah, yeah, that's they, it. Yeah, They have to be in a pressurized environment. Whenever they're in a cargo hold, they're at atmospheric pressure, which is whatever it is, it's 35,000 foot, that's what you're getting you know, your items are getting subject to. So they have to be in a pressurized environment. So I, I don't know if they're going to, like, make a little pressurized part of the cargo hold that can hold sensitive equipment. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard, uh, but are they going to do it? Are they going to put this little dedicated spot in every plane and might not fill it up, you know? I might, don't know. Might,
0: might have to have a little Chinese man bring them with his carry-on. <laughs> mm-hmm maybe <laughs> you know what I mean like well it, it wasn't a big deal the biggest thing was
1: was like you might run into some problem with like some of the um like larger packs. But I'm talking about like, like big packs, like over 10,000 milliamp hours. Because for the most part, I think it's something, I can't remember exactly how many watt hours you're allowed. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're under that watt hour, you can have Correct. as many as you want.
0: Because they're less That's susceptible right. eh, to the... That's
1: it. So like I brought a bunch of my saddle packs because I brought my four-wheel drive buggy, right? Well, those technically are only so many watt hours, those one packs, So it didn't matter that I had 15 of them. Because
0: they're one S's.
1: Yeah. And know. what they want right. is them to be in a fire safe, Or like a fireproof bag or container. container. So I bought a lipo bag. I got them all in there. You know what I mean? Like I did everything by the rules, and I had no issues. I had no issues from Chippewa where I flew out of, and no issues when I flew out of Las Vegas back to Detroit. So
4: I fly, I fly almost every week. If I'm not on a project and I'm doing service, I'll fly in and out of airports all around the country and I take a car with me wherever I go. So I, I've flown out of every major and minor airport just about in this country, and I've never had a problem with carrying my lightbulbs on. The most problem I've had is the TSA guy looking at the buggy in his duffel bag going, Cool car! Can we see it? And then you got to spend 20 minutes there at TSA, you know, talking about your car. <laughs> Other than that, I've never had a problem anywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess that's when that when that's your biggest problem. Who cares, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hey, you know, I'm down.
0: Yeah. yeah good way to get your get your product out there, eh?
4: Mhm. You know. I um, meant to
0: I meant to ask you if you when you shipped up when when you get a chance uh, on that other stuff that you were waiting for there uh, the the shirts. Yep. Do you have stickers and stuff?
4: I'm you know I'm in the process now of getting them made in bulk. You know, okay. I got like fifty here and fifty there. And yeah. You know, now it's time to start gearing up for bulk because people are asking, people want to, want, want to buy a sticker before they buy any other product just because they're like, hey, man, your stickers are cool. I want to get one. Put them on the website.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, just for us, you know what I mean? We, can, we give them out, and I mean... Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yep. me, me and Matt are slowly learning that people actually kind of listen to us. I'm going to get
1: a colored vinyl made for my window in my truck, just like my MBM podcast is on it. Yeah, just for what? what? Evil? For Evil Empire, yeah.
4: yeah. Ooh... Badass. Yeah.
1: It won't be yep. it, it, it'll it, be it, oh yeah, yeah. Oh don't worry. Once it gets done it, it will be. It's it's not gonna be as big oh. as MBM Podcast, but it'll be fairly large.
4: Yeah. So listen, I have um our standard size stickers, a four by four, and then I got two by twos for the buggy bodies and stuff now. Right on. So be Tuesday perfect. Tuesday they ought to be done and I'm getting like a hundred of each right now. And so I'll make sure that whenever I get the T shirts I'll send you all up some stickers and you know, have fun passing them out at your race. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll send you a couple T-shirts up for that, too, that you can do a giveaway with or whatever, however you want to manage it. Yeah, oh.
1: perfect. Yeah, we haven't done a giveaway in forever on the show.
4: Yeah. And I'm almost to 500 likes on a Facebook page, so I'm thinking about either, what do you guys think about giving away? A battery, a capacitor pack, or a motor?
0: You just leave it, your, up. Let let them choose.
4: Your choice of a motor, I guess, yeah. I guess that would be it, huh?
0: Let the, let them pick. You want a motor? You want to? You want that? You know, that's what I find. I I prefer that, right?
4: Yeah. The choice. Because yeah. I don't know what you want really, or what you need. Yeah, exactly. So, can you tell on your Facebook page? Because I've not looked it. I've not looked at this yet. Who the five hundred like is?
0: It's a real pain. Oh God damn. And you can't even Are tell you, me that time that I was too close. It, oh, you is, it,
1: it's your pee popping. I'm gonna be honest with you. You've been so horrible, dude. You never used to pop I'm your peas over like that. There next time. Then sit over there. I'm telling you, you um. never <laughs> pop your peas that bad ever.
0: It's a real pain in the in the in the ass to popping peas. Yeah. Oh yeah, just you don't hear it, but over here it's really bad. I'm yeah. gonna have to get
1: you one of those <clears throat> microphone condom things.
0: Does it capture it when it does the pop? Oh yeah, it maxes the the meter right out. No, but like you have to edit that out uh well i'll level it first oh, okay
1: and then see how harsh it is with the level yeah, yeah
0: um but yeah to find out who the 500th like is oh man and then you get a-holes that unlike the page and then re-like it just to be the yeah, 500th
4: yeah. Oh, i never even thought of that angle yeah, yeah
0: people
3: do that <laughs> <So you> go, <laughs> oh uh, man you, you yeah. almost got to yeah.
0: sit there and kind of watch it as it's happening <laughs> Which is again a pain in the behind because you know, who has time to sit there on Facebook hitting refresh as you get to five hundred? Hey, we got
1: unliked this month. Oh Man. Wow. we lost a few.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It's because we're posting more and then you, you flood people's thing and then if they don't want it, that's why they unlike Fair it. enough. We don't need them.
4: Yeah, you'll get more. We will I'm, I'm actually I'm if trying to look off, right everybody now. needs to hear this. <laughs> but yeah, um,
0: How do you do it? It, Basically, you just got to go to the list. There's the one spot on the page manager where it shows you your recent likes. And literally, you just got to... Count them
4: up from there. You
0: count it backwards. You know, if you're at like 508, you just count eight back. And unfortunately, there's no 100% 100 precise way. And what Facebook's done now too that I learned was if you do things like actually... Facebook actually looks at your posts. And if you do things like... Please share this post. Like you actually put words like that and, and certain things. They actually dumb down your post to your subscribers because I, I can't remember the reason, but I was reading it on the on their form or some stupid thing about they want you to pay. You know how they're always like promote your post, pay seventy five dollars to, you know, get seven thousand people.
4: Really? So now they're using AI to screen yep. your yep. phrase so that they yep. can fool you out of the meat.
1: Oh, you but but here's the the workaround on that. If you mention Facebook in your post, it goes everywhere. Does it really? Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. MRT did an experiment with it. Really? Yep. Because
0: because, because
1: they found they they read the was, same article that you read. It
0: was the it was do do the like share and comment. That's the ones they didn't like. Yeah. Was if you you know you you do this thing you know like share and comment for a chance to win five dollars. Well, they would actually take that post and make sure nobody saw it rather than everybody. Yeah you
2: going to throw in like a yeah. like us on Facebook, share it on Facebook.
3: See if you do
1: stuff like that, then it goes all over the place because Facebook's because the algorithm sees Facebook and says, "Oh, Facebook. Yep. Oh, Facebook. Uh, oh, it's,
0: Facebook." Uh, Let's add through. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. there you go. It was MRT you said?
1: MRT did it. Yeah, I'll bring up I'll bring up the i uh model racing technology.
4: And that Instagram really- is a monster too. I wasn't yes. an in- I, mean, I never did Instagram, so I got one like Monday or something. Yep, yep. Wow.
0: And it's such a simple program, too. That's the sad part, right? But it's yeah, all it is. But it's it's all in the hashtags. It, Double hash browns.
4: Uh, and, you know, <laughs> I was talking to my wife about this <laughs> the other night. You know, being in the hashtag world, or I guess what us older guys call Hashbrowns. the pound sign, right? Because that's what we call it, <laughs> the pound sign, you know? I go back to that Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon skit from Saturday Night Live. Hashtag cookies. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I find myself hashtagging things, and I just giggle every damn time.
0: I have a hard time with it. Yeah. Hashtag? Yeah. What I don't like... Okay, so let's go on a rant here. <laughs> rant? I, I, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here we go.
1: This isn't getting the, the good one. I can't get him no. to do the good okay, one.
0: Okay, so... Stupid Facebook and their stupid infinite wisdom and their apps. Why on a cell phone is my Facebook app so stupid? Like, why yeah. can't you tag certain things uh, that the, you can do on the on computer? The PC, yeah. Okay. Why can't you copy and paste hashtags and it actually keeps them or people's As names? Tag. Or when people are tagged in a post, if you copy and paste it, why do you have to go back and put the at sign? I know. Like, hello, Facebook. It's 2016, people. Yes. Like, you know, like, like, man, planes fly by themselves. People's names should automatically get tagged on a Facebook app. Yeah, right?
4: Oh, yeah, Google has cars driving across China all by themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: you know? And Facebook can't figure out how to tag a yeah, name or, 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 a yeah, or a hashtag. Or a hashtag
0: without hash you going back and, and having to manually manipulate it. And I just I get so discouraged by it when I'm making a post. I'm just like, this is so dumb.
1: I need my computer.
0: No, but even on the computer Oh Like, you know how you have Like, for a while there I was friggin' tag- hashtagging my posts oh, yeah. With friggin' 80,000 different things hashtag. The problem is Is you had to go back to each one After you copy and pasted it And hit enter So that way there It would hashtag it So if they people- Actually
1: hashtag it Yes it, So it would go, it and go Yes, on because that. if oh. you
0: just hit enter It was just black It's like just regu- black oh. like regular oh, text so stupid And I'm like, kick me in the vagina <laughs>
1: And I don't oh my god, <laughs> that's a sound isolation. <laughs> oh my god.
0: And I don't even have one. Oh man. Okay. God. Mangina. The- you have a
4: mangina though. Oh god. <laughs> I got, <you> know.
0: <laughs> it's just so bad. Like, I'm just like, why? I'm like, I don't understand it. You got face recognition so you can take your picture on Facebook, search it, and it'll search the internet for your mugshot. Yeah. But it won't freaking do a hashtag. Like, oh, I just anyways. It just burns me up, and I work with computers, Double right? Double hash brown.
4: Have you seen the way that the new Google Translate will decode a text in another language or a sign real-time and show you the English output live on your screen?
0: Oh, really? No, I haven't seen that, no.
4: Oh, oh it is crazy. Yeah, download the Google Translate app, and then you can translate. You know, from like twenty-seven or twenty-eight different languages. Yeah. So if you see, um, uh, you know, I guess up there in Canada, eh, you got some French. Oh yeah, so lots of. You could you could, open up Google Translate, put it on the click on the little camera icon. It brings up your, it brings up looking like you're gonna take a picture. It brings mm-hmm. up the screen with what you're looking at. Stick it up. You're gonna know, select. French to English pointed at your uh, sign and it translates it to English
3: shut up
4: (coughs) yeah and so some of the languages you can download to your phone and it'll do it other languages you have to have a Wi-Fi connection or internet connection data yeah so they can suck suck it off the database but still, it does that in real
3: time. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, man. Suck it off the database. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Uh, Mike just said, suck it off.
0: Yeah. This is such it off. a dirty show. <laughs> oh, man. I'm feeling so much better. It's awesome. That's good. Oh. Uh,
1: well, I think what we should do is probably hit up another break. No.
0: No? You want to keep going? No, I'm having fun talking to Mike. I don't even care that I was supposed to be home 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm hungry. How are you? Yeah. yeah he's going to be in uh, trouble. The other half wants to do groceries.
1: I told uh, you. I can wait till tomorrow. Actually, I
0: think I might be getting my way with that because she was like, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling tired. You don't. Uh, I was like, okay, babe. Go we'll have a bath.
4: <laughs> you know what you can tell her? Hey, I'll, pick up, I'll pick up a quick sack on my way home. A quick what? What the hell's sack. a quick sack? <laughs> a sack of groceries.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. I've never heard it referred to that. I just go to McDonald's. Sack That's a quick sack.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's not. Unfortunately, sometimes it takes forever. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I know.
1: I was in there a couple... What was it? Last Friday there before we went down to uh, Sudbury there for to bring the kids to Science North on yeah. Saturday. And I'm standing in there. I went in because there was a long line drive through right? Figuring, oh, it should be faster inside. I'm in there, and there's like five other people waiting, <laughs> too. And I just Fail. look at them. I'm like, so much for fast food, right? And one lady goes, yeah, tell me about it. I'm like, wait, I got a new name for it. Mediocrely quick food. <laughs> and even the manager behind the desk kind of had a grin on her face after I said that, because you know how I am. I say it loud enough for everybody. Oh, my to hear God. It.
0: You, you say it loud enough for the McDonald's on the other side of the city to hear it. Yeah, well, hey. It is what it is. I'm honest. <laughs>
4: Well, if the truth fits, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. When the boot fits. The boot. The boot. Hockey hosiery. Eh? Eh? Um eh? you ever come up close this way, Mike? Like into Michigan? He's only like nine and a half hours away. Um like for work? I
4: looked Uh we do we have some work in Detroit, but that's way far from you. What? Well, um, like no, eight that's, hours. That, no. Six hours.
1: Six is yeah. like eight. Like um, you, you can get there in five as long as you don't see any popos.
4: Yeah, man, just flat-out 75, flat-out.
0: Actually, it wouldn't be bad. We should meet, like, if you're ever in Detroit and you got time, Rank we can out. meet halfway. Hey, you know,
4: um, I'd like to take some road trips this summer, you know, this this, this year, if I could. Um, and, I, man, I'd be more than glad to drive up there and see you guys and spend the weekend at the races or something. I'd like to try to get out to some tracks and, you know, get out and see. See everything. Yeah. You know, I've been so focused on trying to make sure that everything was good with the design and that you know, quality control was good, and um, I haven't really had any fun, you know? I haven't had time to take the buggy out and not have to, you know, worry about, you know, everything that you do whenever yeah. you're starting up a business. You know, you got just so much that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I really haven't had time to have any fun. I'd like to have a little fun this summer, man.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have much up here, where we are in this f- form of outdoor tracks. No, oh, we could always go meet them at like somewhere like Dirt Burners. <laughs> yeah, yeah like like that's what I was going to say. We meet them halfway, Clubhouse. kind of thing, and, and that would be probably the better idea because at least there's stuff down there.
1: Oh, yeah. Clubhouse is great. You can
0: run the eight scale buggies yeah. indoors. Yep.
1: Yeah.
4: Where's that
0: at? RC Clubhouse. Warren. I think it's in Warren, Warren Michigan. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Warren, Michigan. It's in the Detroit okay. area. It's not
3: yeah,
1: too it's not far, far from Detroit. No. Oh, Most really? of them, Yeah, Dirt Burners, AMS. Um, R C Clubhouse. R. C. Clubhouse, I think, are pretty much all in that area.
4: That's Yeah, like, because um
0: That's like Dakota Fend uh, territory. Yeah.
4: Detroit's about five hours from my from my door.
0: Right. Well,
1: on. About halfway for both yeah. of us then yep, pretty much. About halfway.
4: Yeah. yeah, that would be a blast. That that would be a blast. I think there's um there's some streetcar. There's a streetcar club up there too in, in uh, Detroit. RC street club car. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Street, street car club. I'm talking all backwards.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the on-road guys.
4: Yeah, yeah, the on-road guys.
0: Some of the, like, drag racing you're more referring to, or just like...
4: I think they're drag racing. They're, they're, they got drag racing in that club, and they have um, speed runs, too. But you know what I'm finding is so popular, and I, I've never, you know, I don't really know about it, because, once again, I don't get to have any fun, is this crazy-ass, rc grudge drag racing i'm on his grudge page and these dudes throw around cash i mean they want to go run 500 bucks oh thousand dollars let's go no <laughs> prep let's go slurried
2: outlaws of the rc world yeah, pretty much yeah well, I, it th- is
0: that's, yeah, a lot of that no prep racing that you hear tim tim's talking a lot about. yeah they've been doing no, a lot of did. that in
1: california too yeah
4: yeah oh. there is and <laughs> it's I don't it's think great.
0: anybody throws money at Tim because they know they're going to lose, but <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not playing with that guy. So we had, um, I made a couple motors. I made a 3674 can, thirty-six millimeter, seventy-four can, 36-millimeter, 74-millimeter long. It's the same length as what you got up there, yep. only 36-millimeter in diameter, and 6,500 kV, <laughs> and it pulls 14 <laughs> amps no load on the tester. <laughs> wow. It's insane. I made, I got one made to check it out, and it was insane. And this guy was like, hey, I'm looking for an insane motor. So I said, hey, I have this insane three-cell motor for a drag car. I sold it to him. He ripped the tires off of his car in two pools on two-cell and had to go get new tires. (laughs) He said it's the most insane thing he's ever tried in the electric world. I just love hearing that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out the page. Um, um, Giovanni Taylor is his name. Look him up on Facebook, man. He's got an RS four, two wheel drive. I think it's RS four. Um, but uh, it's it's insane. They're they're crazy. Wow. They they're (laughs) they're, well, and 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 I'm going to tell you, they're not like anything else. You know, they're they're just different.
0: There's some guys that we we've uh, come across uh, in our podcast journey here uh, that are from Wisconsin, and they race at uh, what what is it? Marka. Marka. I don't know why I can never remember to say Marka. What is it? Madison area. Radio Madison
1: area radio control car car club, club.
0: Yeah. Um, association. Association. Yeah, and one of them being uh, Eric Jensen, uh, who is actually part of the Live RC team. Yep. So he works with Brandon and, and, and whatnot, doing stuff. Those guys have an understanding of him and this guy by the name of Tim McNamara. I'm telling you, these guys are so incredibly smart in understanding the gear ratios, the rollouts, uh, and all this stuff. And that's you know, we were talking uh, just before we had called you when we were uh, laying down some of the podcast here was, you know, I was having a hard time getting around their track. Uh in a, in a good time. Like, they were they were doing it in, you know, like, the, their fast guys were doing it in 21 seconds. 19. Wow. 19 seconds. Me and Matt, I think our, I don't know what your fast was. Yeah, 24, 25 was, like, the best. And that, it wasn't even consistently because it was just, it was just, we weren't used to what we were, the size of what we were dealing with. Right. And 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 the amount of jumps that they had. And, you know, someone would say, well, how does jumps and, and the size of the track change? Oh, well, let me tell you. Oh,
4: it changes everything. You know,
0: and, and, and Eric came over, asked me three simple questions, gave me three simple answers. I made those changes, and it was just like, wow. My car went from being the sluggish piece of crap that I wanted to throw against the wall to, holy cow, now I actually feel like I can actually at least try to compete with, you know, somebody, <laughs> you yeah. know. And, uh it's just amazing. It's amazing the people you, you run into in this industry, you know, and there's so many, you know, people will laugh at you and say that they're toy cars. Yeah, they're toy cars, but let me tell you, there's so many dynamic points to this, you know, and it depends on, on what part of the industry you're in, you know, because there's the drag racing, there's the speed runs, there's the, the what we do, you know, the on-road, off-road racing. Carpet.
4: Yeah, yeah, carpet, dirt, yeah. you know, big tents, small tents, big eight, small eights, I yeah. mean...
0: And, and even just the, tra- the, 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 the the surface you're on, from dirt to carpet, from clay to carpet, is, oh, yeah. is just it can be a totally different setup.
4: It is a totally different you know, setup. And, it's not even close to being the same. Yeah. And it's just yeah, and, and what what a lot of people don't understand whenever they say, Oh, that's just a toy car is that the rules of physics don't change because it's smaller than the one you drive.
0: No, exactly.
4: It's exactly the same physics roll center, ride height, your rebound compression in your shocks, the oil thickness. I mean, you I, know, I actually, all the way down to how many holes are in your piston and what <laughs> size they are. I mean,
0: I actually find that these are more reactive than than the real thing.
4: Oh, absolutely. Cuz it's I think personally it's more of a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. You as the the owner of that vehicle take so much time and pay so much attention, have so much care in that thing that they're these guys make perfect race vehicles man and you know i'm happy that people of that caliber you know you guys choose us to to put our stuff in there because (laughs) man that's a compliment to me because i know what it takes to make a car competitive and i tell you man the guy putting that car together and driving it that that guy right there has some knowledge and and i'll believe you believe Unless me if you've done it you can't really appreciate
0: it uh <laughs> we're we're far from from the pros but you know we just we know what we like and you know at least we're what well, i like learning about it right and every and like you said every piece of information you can gather and, and you learn i find you you get a little bit better that's what makes you a better rc Absolutely. racer you know in our world that in racing right and that's what, you know, understanding how that motor works gives you an understanding to how you should gear it, you know, so that way they're yep. for temperatures and, right. and just, just different things, you know. There's there's so many little aspects to it and motor timing and just, oh, my God, with the sensor motor stuff, you can do so much with it. Oh, yeah. You, you know? can. Yes, because Because, you, you know, you can actually, instead of having to change pinion gears and change a spur gear, you can actually split it by just doing some timing, right? Absolutely. Or taking away timing, you know, depending on which way you want to go, because for some people, slowing down is actually better.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, could take it off the end bell and put it on inside the ESC.
0: Well, that's right. And, you know, and and, and that actually does change how it feels. Absolutely.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a big
0: change. You know, and and I don't know. Like I said, I just, I do, I find it truly incredible. And I think a lot of people forget, they don't understand what they're doing when they're doing it, right? They just say, oh, I'm going to put this here and put that there, and it works really good. Well that's great but you know sometimes when you have that understanding and I, I think it's just awesome.
4: <laughs> I do as well. And you know I like to talk to people and teach them about it. Sometimes I ramble on and on and on and people's heads start spinning. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, I better shut the hell up because I know
0: we I think I, we're boring Matt and Kyle here." No, 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 no.
1: <laughs>
4: I'm just because reading I lost something About 5 minutes ago. <laughs> just uh, no, like now. No, no. no <laughs> They're no. gone.
1: No, just uh, popped up on Facebook from Live RC. Uh-oh. Breaking news. What is it? Now, they're saying it's not an April Fool's joke because it's still March 31st. However, I'm not going to put my full belief behind it. Mm-hmm. But However, this is the announcement. Though no official announcements have been made, the Airtronics brand will no longer exist. The news was reported by multiple sources with ties to both the company and its Japanese part- parent brand, Ouch. Swana Denchi.
4: Really?
0: Well, well, let's look at the whole HPI Traxis. Am I right Yeah, in boy, that? that was a big one. Huh? Where, did, where did that come from?
1: That's what I mean. So I, I don't know what to say on it yet. So we'll kind of hold off on it and <laughs> wait until the next show. So
4: let me ask you one more question Absolutely. that I've heard through the rumor mill. And I won't say any names, but I'm going to say that one of the largest motor manufacturers and ESC manufacturers I heard was sold to a model manufacturer, like, a, like another Traxxas. Thunder Tiger, actually. Did you hear anything about Thunder Tiger buying anybody?
0: No. But they're from Thunder Tigers from overseas. Are they not? Yep.
4: They're from Japan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Matt's on the. And I heard that
4: they have bought the the biggest company in the world.
0: Of small motor manufacturers.
4: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I wouldn't even know who to say
4: that was. The name that everybody says. You know, I just don't want to say the name. I don't know if I can get in any trouble, but <laughs> <laughs> I will
1: not. Neither confirm nor deny. We probably said the name tonight.
4: Yes, yeah. more than uh, yeah. In fact, I think we have. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: I'd have a hard I, time believing that. But
4: yeah, me too. But then, you know, right before I heard that, you know what though? That that's whatever. Might... Did you see all of the, all of their stuff guys so cheap everywhere, and I think because they had to liquidate inventory before the new parent company would take over. Hmm. Because right after that what right after I heard that well right before I heard that news, I was like, wow, you know, I mean being doing what I'm doing, I'm always looking at pricing and you know what's yeah. going on. and there was like this drop decline and I was like, wow, how in the hell can they do that for that kind of money? And then, like two weeks later, I heard, "Oh yeah, you know, it's on its way out. It's gonna take like eight months, and then uh, it's done." And I was like, "Well, you know, it makes sense because they huh. all out with the old and start fresh and new." So, hmm. I I attribute it to just dumping product on the market to dump to get rid of. Yeah, it
0: just to, to, just to get it out off the shelves, eh?
4: Yeah, man, to finish their transaction and have it done.
0: Oh. No, no. But you know what? I'm sure there's tons of stuff that we don't hear about.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I so that would be a big one too, you know? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much in this RC, in the RC industry that happens overseas that, you know, like I said, that we don't even realize. Oh, yeah. I think it's bigger over there than it is over here.
4: It is. It is. You know, being, being that I have stuff manufactured in China, I got a lot of... Um, people that I speak with over there Mm
3: -hmm.
4: and um, man it's hard to believe some of these track layouts where these guys have to go play Mm -hmm. my god it's 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 insane Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm talking like almost like a professional stadium style
3: I've
0: we've seen you see it on Facebook
4: yeah dude it blows my mind I know I guess that's because it's all state sponsored
0: well that they're not afraid of work them guys
4: well, I mean, it is a communist country, so, yeah. you know, I guess them guys got to work or else they know what's going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know. It, 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 and I,
0: I do know the answer to this question, but I'm, I want to ask it so that way you can choose how to answer it. What kind of struggles or is there struggles in getting product from over there into the U.S.?
4: Absolutely. I still have, a, I got my first order. Of batteries and of, of, of censored stuff, sitting in customs because of a paperwork violation. I refilled all the paperwork out, and I'm still I still don't have a I still don't have an answer. I have um, with the LLC. Whenever I made the LLC, I had an attorney package, mm. and I got an attorney looking into it. And um, if you're if your forwarder doesn't fill out the paperwork correctly, man, I, I might have a $4,700 loss.
0: Wow. Because
4: I, I might not ever get that back.
0: And that's because the, the, the company that shipped it to you didn't fill out the paperwork correctly? Yeah,
4: the forwarder. The forwarder. See, because, like, here, we just go to UPS. Well, over there, they got to take this thing to a forwarder, and then a the forwarder, mm. is the one that declares things from Customs and then that's where it goes out to the shipper from there.
3: Okay, okay. And
4: and if there's if the forwarder doesn't fill out the declarations papers properly, you can have issues whenever they get here. And that's what happened to me because my first order was a sample. And then whenever I formed the LLC and put that, you know, put that down, mm. there were things that weren't correct, and if it was a sample it would have come right through. Um and that was my first time that I ordered and I got in a jam, and I'm still forty seven hundred shy jeez, so you gotta watch your paperwork you gotta watch your paperwork and and, and you uh, know the other struggle is quality control, right. I am constantly up until two three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning because I'm on the east Coast, and they're exactly twelve hours out right so what time what time is it now it is
0: I got seven thirty
4: yep. Yeah. So it's 7.30 in the morning. My dude's having breakfast right now. He just got out of shower, and probably in a half an hour or less, my night shift starts. Right. And so I'll be dealing with them until whatever issues or whatever conversations I need to have tonight
3: Mm -hmm. are done.
4: I talk to them. I'm in constant communication with everybody that I'm in partnership with manufacturing. Every single day, I communicate with Everyone that's involved on the team on the next generation product, what we have in manufacturing right now, updates, pictures. I mean, that's why I sent you guys some pictures today. Mm-hmm. You know, I got them last night. I'm like, I need an update. Give me some meat. And, you know, boom, it, it's, it's right there. And it comes all the time. So it's, a, it's tough to make sure that everything is correct. And then and whenever I get it here, nothing nothing leaves until I I run it through tests on our bench and then it chips. Huh. So not only is it tested there, then I test it here and if I don't like it, it doesn't go out. And then I started my conversations with my guys over there about it. Hey, we got this one here, this is what's going on, you know, how this get missed, blah 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 and you know, that's that's how you maintain the quality control. I haven't had anybody want to send one back because it it didn't meet their expectation.
1: Yeah, can I send mine back because it still hasn't blown up?
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. Now, can Can you send me one that will, fail? Like, I, I, I was it, really hoping for something epic. You know. And
4: like, what's cool is you purposely tried to blow it up, like I purposely. I still blow do. It up. And you to haven't been
1: able to blow it up yet, dude. I put it. I it's at forty degree end bell timing. I've got <laughs> like thirty five degree timing in the ESC that starts at like five hundred RPM and goes the entire oh. range. Yeah, and it just gets hot.
0: <laughs> and, and and it's in a four wheel drive buggy. Yeah, ten scale four wheel <laughs> drive buggy. So in that in that air in, in in the ten scale uh, world for the five forty cans, you really don't. What else could you put in a 4x4 short course truck to try to push it harder?
1: You could. The, that, SC, the SC10 the 4x4 yeah, yeah. does have gearing recommendations for a 540 motor. Maybe
0: that's where we need to put it.
4: <sighs> well, you know what you need to try next is I have five forty four pole censored motor. Coming.
1: I know. I want one of those,
4: pads. I know. Did you see those blue cans today? Yes. Aren't I, they pretty? <laughs> yes. They are. Those just run so smooth.
1: Dude, a 4-pole oh. motor in that four-wheel drive buggy, <laughs> you, like yeah. you could probably run a 21.5
0: four pole <laughs> motor in it
1: like it would be ridiculous <laughs> are, are
0: are you at all looking into like any of the uh governing bodies in the RC like Rora or IFMAR you no know, i haven't
4: looked into anything on how to even figure that out yet <laughs>
0: okay just asking you
4: know, honestly uh you know cuz I, I i've wondered about rora approval and i like how does that even work like um
0: to be honest with you, I have absolutely no idea. So is I Is it would,
4: only if you go to, like, a Roar-sanctioned race you have to run Roar yes, yes, equipment or something like yes. that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And basically what you have to do is take your motor, take one of your ESCs for, the say, the 10-scale platform, and, and send it to Roar and say, this would be the spec that we'd build all of our turn motors off of, pay them an absorbent amount of money. And the understanding that I have it is the more money you throw at them, the faster you get through.
0: Yeah really yeah it's just kind of like you're 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 you know you're up here it's the csa approvals like for electrical stuff uh yep. for you guys it's i can't remember what it's called but ul yeah the ul approval it's the same yep. bs just it's a way of them governing you know so it's 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 fair and i get it it's just you know any of the big events you have to have like you know like so um you know, Cactus Classic, the Reedy race every year.
1: No, it's only if you're running in a stock class. Mod, there's well, yeah, no... Well,
0: not in mod, but, I yeah. mean, th- it still exists, right? Like, you Yeah, can,
1: pretty much all the stock classes, you yeah. need to run ROAR-approved equipment.
4: But, yeah, Huh. Speaking it, of the CSA and UL, uh-huh. I come to Canada one time to work. <laughs> the first time that I crossed the border, and I went to the CNRC in Ottawa. Yeah. Yep. I was doing some work at the uh, wind tunnels there. Nice. And... He wouldn't let me on site because I didn't have that stupid CSA tag on my boots. Yep. Yep. I had to go buy a pair of boots.
0: <laughs> yep. I went
4: to like this outdoor store in the middle of like Ottawa, mm-hmm. and was like, "Hey, let me buy some boots. I got this tag on it."
0: Yeah, and what's very stupid about it is, is a lot of times the US UL code is actually more strict than the Canadian CSA. Yeah. But because it doesn't have the CSA on it, right? You know how all that bull crap where I don't need to explain oh, yeah, it to yeah, yeah. you. Because it doesn't have it and something happens to you, heaven forbid, right? And uh, car seats are like that. We cannot use car seats for our children bought in the U.S., even though the U.S.'s testing is more thorough. Or even if they sell the exact same, same one, one in the U.S. US. You cannot you, use it if it does yep. not have the Canadian CSA sticker on yep, it. My yeah, my
1: wife and I went through that when we had our first one. Yeah. She found a matching uh, stroller, car seat, all
0: combo. The, yeah, the base.
1: Yeah, and we ended up having to buy the car seat in that in Canada mm. for almost... Yeah, triple the price? Yeah, compared to yeah. the one in the U.S., and that was it. It just needed
2: the CSA sticker. Yeah. I had
1: the
4: same we issue. We get hose on regulations no matter what country you live in, huh?
2: Yeah. With what, Kyle? Uh, same thing. I was looking at... Uh, they were Recaro car seats, and actually <laughs> yeah. looked like a racing bucket, and you would think a big name like Recaro. <laughs> can't use it in Canada. No. It's not No, CSA you can use it in Canada. You, you just don't, don't want to get, get caught. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. hey do me a
4: favor. Every time you say Canada, put the A after it.
2: Canada <laughs> A. <laughs> yeah.
4: Going <laughs> <laughs> to Canada A. Eh? Hey. Hey. Hockey hosier hey?
0: A. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. We do not live in igloos all the time.
4: Okay. I know. I just like to hear it. It's we, funny as We we do I know.
2: have pet moose <laughs> and we do drink maple syrup, but the igloo thing that's only way up north. <laughs> yeah.
4: I've been to I've been to Meadow Lake. You know where Meadow Lake is? Meadow Lake. Saskatchewan.
0: Oh, mm. uh, in Saskas- Saskatoon.
4: No, it's no, like there's No, there's two no, different I places. Know. I know, I know. It's like 4 it's hours joke. north of
0: Saskatoon. Mm. You you never listen to Rocco. My buddy Rocco. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, Rocco. It's Macamuro. Yeah, Kyle knows what
3: <laughs> I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Yes, yeah, you know? I've had to sit through in Vancouver yeah. instead
0: of Vancouver. It's Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Sid. Yeah, squirrel. Okay, squirrel. Yeah, exactly. We have a lot of those. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. I just I'm so glad that we got to talk to you here, Mike. Uh, this conversation's gone a lot longer I think than we planned it to, but that's good.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with it.
0: We haven't laid down a good podcast here in a few weeks. So hour good. And thirty-two. We're not even. Is it? Meeting. Yeah. Well, just with him? Well,
1: there's only a short period with him. Yeah, like, there was only 10 minutes without minute. him. Yeah,
4: so an hour and 20 so minutes. An, an hour
1: been. and 20 minutes. It's a good one.
4: There's nothing I, wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, man. I, thought, no. I really enjoy it. You guys call anytime. I mean, you know, if I'm out of town and I don't have cell signal, I'll let you know. But, you know, uh, feel more than free to. Yeah.
0: Well, and anytime you got anything going on that you want yeah. to kind of get out there, you know, a new motor, a new idea. You know, you want uh, people's input on things. We've we've kind of used the podcast as that. You know, hey, what do you think we should do? And you know, we people reach out and get your brand out there. And
4: yeah, I have to get used to doing that. You know, I'm like yeah. this. I know, know. <laughs> it. It's it, 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 no, you know, it is. That's so, so hard. I got to get used to you know promoting. And
0: that's where we're at right now with the with the our whole situation. And and it's funny because Matt was like, oh, he won't go on the rant that he wants to go on. You know what? I'll slightly go on the rant. I want to go on and we'll do it with Mike be on, on the phone here. Yes. So, I don't Uh-oh. understand this, okay? And uh, I just I got to choose my words wisely here because it's just it's very very hostile waters. And okay. I'm going to start with a, a thing I saw on Facebook about somebody going after somebody else regarding a track and you're starting to see All this argument of people happening, you know, like whether it be racers versus track owners, track owners going after the racers for certain things because people don't want to follow rules. And we live in an area where we're very um, separated from everybody, right? We we live in, uh, I'll spell it out and you can Google it and you can check it out for yourself. We live in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And we're basically four hours from Sudbury, which is the next biggest city, and what would uh, Thunder Bay? No. Eight hours. Eight hours is Thunder, hours Bay. To Thunder Bay. The other way. In between that is, like I said, there's us. So you look, got, well
1: look at a map, look at the Great yeah, Lakes, yeah, and put your, your finger right in the middle, middle of the three of them. Yeah. And now you're on top of us.
4: So you know for how tw- how far north of the UP? Like how far from the Mackinac Bridge?
3: We're 45, 45 minutes, to minutes to from hour. the
0: Mac. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, All have right. you ever been from the Mac up to the Canadian border?
4: Yeah, well, I used to cruise across the Mac and then catch the catch two across the UP and head into Wabino. Head uh, into, um...
1: Wisconsin. What's that?
4: what's that little town right on the other side in Wisconsin? Uh, Escanaba. Yeah, okay. I used to okay. go over into Escanalba Escanaba. And then, <laughs> so, so Escanaba. Escanaba. I, so I, I worked in a little tiny town called Wabino. Yep. a
0: so as you know, there's pretty much nothing up there, right? Like it's no, yeah, it's,
4: there it, it, up it's there.
0: wood. You know, there's more deer than there is people. Like it's that,
4: woods and moose, eh? Yep. 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 Hockey hoes. <laughs> so
0: so that that that's the situation where we are, right? We're we're seventy five thousand people on a good day here in Sault Ste. Marie. That's when you know when things are good. When they
1: miscounted the census. <laughs> yeah, yep. exactly.
0: Twice. Twice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, so like for us to go racing. We, either we do it ourselves here or we, drive. or we drive four hours to Sudbury. And you can imagine how fun that is, right? For your 20 minutes of glory on the track. Yeah, man. You know, or you go down to St. Ignace, which is where uh Casey break is with Casey hobbies. Um, let's just be realistic. I'm sure Casey listens to this. Don't get mad at me, Casey. But the reality is it's always a struggle because it's just, again, people have to travel. You know what I mean? So it's it's not easy for people to just come and race their, toy car you know yep. so you got this struggle of how do you make it worthwhile to do what you do you know um there's a lot of volunteering that gets put in there's a lot of this a lot of that a lot of sweat blood cursing and and back to my original statement is people are sh- crapping on each other left right and center nice save okay over a, a hobby <laughs> where you're supposed to be having fun you know And there's going to be people that are listening to this podcast that know exactly what I'm talking about because it's been going on in our own backyard here. And it is just incredibly unbelievable how fast things will take off and get out of control over hearsay. And it's got to stop. Like this is to everybody that's listening to this podcast right now. Stop talking behind people's backs. If you don't hear something come out of somebody's mouth, take it for what it is. You've you got to analyze that situation. But if you don't have the hard, concrete evidence, you know whether it be a, a, a message, uh, a Facebook message, a text message, you know what I mean? Don't, don't assume that people are saying things or have done, you know what I mean? It's just it's unbelievable. So back to what I was saying, it, it's killing RC here at home. What, what do you
1: want me to say? I was just saying go easy because I'm adjusting knobs over here oh, to give guys. you a better tone. and I'm, I'm just waiting for you to be like, no, no, like I'm, like not that. Gonna, I'm not going to. You
4: gonna. know, I totally agree with you about that, you know, and people's perception of the things that they hear. And one of the best pieces of advice that I tell everyone around me and remind them of it quite often mm. is you can't believe anything you hear and only half of what you see. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: no kidding, man. It's, it's, and you know how it is, right? Like you got your own product that you're trying to, you know, you, you touched on that right from the get go, right? Was people are comparing yep. your product to whatever other product. Who cares what product it is? It's that's like, right. well, no, my, like my product is my product and it is what it is and I stand behind it, you yep. know? And, and I think that's the number one thing that matters. Hey, you release a motor and it sucks. Well, so be it. You know what I mean? It happens. Maybe just it was a, it just was a bad decision at that time, you know? Yeah, people own up to that, and I'm sure any. I mean, you normally wouldn't just go out and be like, "Yeah, this motor sucks," <laughs> but you know, you would stand behind it and move on, and, and 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 obviously stop selling it. You know,
4: I wouldn't even sell it if it sucked. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. It happens. I do know. Well, you know what happens is you get an um, an order, and you, you know you got all these batches of material, and it comes in and something might not be the right spec temperature. Right. And you, yeah. you know, you might take a couple of them, check them out and they look okay and send them out. And then you start having all these failures and you know, you, you gotta do something.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's just, you know, and, and, and you can apply that logic to anything, right? Like, yes, you can, you know, and it, it's just, I sit in a seat where, like I said, I I don't want to get too into details because it just, it, it'll get, it gets nasty, but you know, I, I just, I hear things and I get told things, and all I've ever tried to do for anything locally here is is give people a place to go and have fun. Yep. And when I hear that people are saying that my intentions were something completely other than that, my boiled blood, my blood, blood, my boiled blood. <laughs> See, I can't even talk. Yes, <laughs> so fired I, up. I, <laughs> I am, and I'm staying very calm about it, and Matt knows it, because usually at this point I'm screaming my head off because I'm so frustrated about it. Yeah. You know, and this whole RC thing, and I'm sure you can relate to this, has con it consumes my life, you know? Yeah. I put every ounce of energy I have into it because it's the it's kinda of I don't I don't play hockey, I don't ride snow machines, I don't yeah. do baseball, I don't do that crap. I do RCs. You know? Yeah. And when somebody starts yeah. treading on my territory like that and, and starts, you know, trying to make me feel or look like an idiot, it, it just it really pisses me off.
4: Especially whenever you're putting an honest effort into yeah. it. And nobody, and and the people that are talking don't even have a clue of a struggle that you actually go through every day to do something positive for our community.
0: Yep. Well, and that's the big thing. And, and, uh, yeah, just the stuff we do up here is just incredible. Uh, I I really want to see it. And I don't care whether it's I'm doing it or not. I just want to see it happen. Yep. You know, and I think that's where the misinterpretation is really starting to come along. And uh, you know, it's just don't don't mess up a good thing because uh, because you're too proud to maybe realize that you just can't do it. Yep. Maybe that's my message, my hidden message. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's it's okay. You know,
1: I'm not saying a damn (laughs) word.
0: And Mm -hmm. there's going to be people that are going to listen to this show and say, "I already said too much." No, no, Mm -hmm. I haven't said too Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. No, I have. (laughs) I talked. Yeah, no, I know. Is that too much?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's way too much for these.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I think, again, and I'll say it, I think that without, I'm just going to say, I think there's a lot of jealousy. Yep. uh, You know, and people don't want to admit to that. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, we're doing this podcast thing. uh, Matt himself, you know, because of the, the, the Tim Smith thing has made a lot of contact with a lot of people, you know. And sure. that is very intimidating to people and whether they want to admit it or not, that's, 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 I think 75% of the problem. The 20 other 25% is Matt just doesn't shut up.
1: Sorry. <laughs> He's a yak.
0: <laughs> I get excited. What can I say? No, no, it, it's just, it, it's, it's just, it is. It's just, it, 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 it's, they don't want to listen and we're very serious about what we do. And, and a lot of people aren't, you know, they want to yep. just show up to the track. They want to race. There's nothing wrong with and that, but you got to
1: have the respect for the guys that take mm-hmm. it a little more seriously. You can't sit there and act like a whatever you want to do, you're just there to have fun. Well, they're there to have fun too, but they're also there to compete, and that's why it's yep. called racing. Yep. If it wasn't to compete to see who can win, it wouldn't be called racing. And I get the RC cars, I get the toys, I totally understand
0: that. Yeah, but you don't go to the drag strip to do a quarter mile.
1: To have fun. Just to
0: have fun. But that's my point. And you don't, you, you, don't, build a, you don't
1: build a stock four to go up to Laird and mm-hmm. have fun and get upset when a, a serious racer doesn't like the way you're acting. Yeah. Like y- You don't, right? And, and, I, and again, I get we're playing with toy cars. I totally understand that. But you can't. That's where the separation has to stop. Yes, they're toy cars. Are we racing? Yes. Are we here to have fun? Yes. So don't ruin the fun for the guys that are here to race as well. Because to so, those guys, that's what's fun. The, the competition is fun, exactly. right?
4: What you need to do, in my opinion, is if you Smash learn beat. to race yourself and yeah. you don't race anyone else because ultimately you need to be better than you were your next lap. So if you race yourself, you're going to find and, – and, and you improve and you spend the time and you keep beating yourself – Every time you go out and all you do is concentrate is, oh, man, I'm just trying to be better next lap than I was the last lap. You're going to get up there with those top three guys because you put your time in, but you're still you're having fun. That's I'm good. just trying to beat myself, and if I beat that guy, that's fine. But if you take that mindset, I think people would go a lot further with it.
0: That's good advice. That's really good advice. I never, never even thought to think of it that way. So there you go, Life Lessons by Michael Bahana. See? Learn, learn something new every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is, okay. and like I said, I I just we'll end the conversation about it all there. Uh, again, there's so much meat to that pie that's missing. <laughs> you have no idea, yep. and I just I don't want to drag that out. Uh, you know, oh. it doesn't need to get uh, public or anything. It, it's just, it, and like I said, it's not just here. That and that that was there was a post on Facebook where I saw some guy going on. What was it, Matt? It was a some dude going after the track owner.
1: Okay, so this is what happened. I, was,
0: I don't even remember the details, and I was just. Like, I can Man. tell you
1: exactly what the details are. So was, this is what happens: This Ron House is on Facebook, and he happens to um, come across um, whatever track it is that Notch Johnson owns. Yes, Facebook group. Uh, Ron clicks on the thing to become part of the group because Ron's in that kind of general area. Mm-hmm. Like, he's part of one of the track owners in that area. Um, and he proceeds to get a message in from Notch basically saying, listen, don't post any flyers for your races and stuff like that in the group. My issue that I had with it was, okay, the idea is to promote everybody. Like, I understand right. if Ron were to go were to go in there every day and be posting a flyer every day, I understand that. But if Ron's hosting a big event... It, I don't think it's an issue to share it with other owners' groups. It's one big event. You would hope that the racers that regularly race at Ron's would go to you know Notch's track if Notch is having a big track race and vice versa. If, if Ron's having a big race, the guys from Notch's track would go over there, right? That, and that's what my view was on it. I don't care about all the minutia and all the BS. I don't care what what um, underlying issues those two may or may not have with each other, their history or anything like that. I'm looking at it for face value. I don't see an issue if if track owners promote on each other's pages once in a while.
2: Well, And, instead and to com- say
1: it right out of the box.
2: Yeah, instead of coming across like that, I would have come across, well, if you're going to do something like that,
3: let Ask me, know. me yeah. let
2: me know, and yeah. maybe we can work, work something together, out. Yeah. Uh, you have a big race coming mm. up, and I've got one coming up this day. We'll promote together mm-hmm. on each other's pages and be fair. Well, and that it way.
0: just it blew up right on Facebook. I think, oh, is what it, Yeah, yeah. It just it turned into, you know, everybody on Facebook has an opinion, and it's just oh my god, and people oh, are calling. Yeah, I you know, and I'm just like again at the end of the day, it's like guys, like you do realize one day you're gonna run into each other, right? Like possibly, especially if you're all from the same generic area it like, doesn't
1: it doesn't matter this this community and of we call rc is so small as far as the racing scene is concerned yeah that there is no way if you race regularly in one of those areas that you're not going to come across somebody like that it's just not going to happen yeah and we forget about that you know like we could
0: because well, we're still separated from right everybody. right but
1: but because of how involved we we've been getting with the mm-hmm. show and the popularity with the show it's just there's the, there's more of that now we're kind of grazing on the side of that community where people know who we are and mm. we could put our foots in our mouths real quick and, and like i said i got no issues with notch i got no issues with ron uh, by any stretch of the imagination i was looking at it for the information that i was given and that's my opinion on it now mm. if notch has a different side of the story and how it went then i'm more than willing to hear it too because i do want to hear the whole story or get two different stories and try and Fathom my own idea of it, but I just at face value for what Ron said to me, it just that would be like if we had a group, you know, say it was the MBM podcast group, and somebody from another RC podcast came in there, and I would say to them, Don't advertise your podcast here. Like at the end of the day, let's work together as a big group because if it's anything like our show or anything like anything about RC almost everybody listens to every RC podcast that yeah, is out there. Anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're listening to the NBM podcast, you're listening to the Radio Impound podcast, you're listening to the TSR, you're more than likely listening to the RC Noob podcast and, and any other RC podcast you can find, you're probably a fan of anyone that's out there provided for different reasons, obviously, right? But it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, you know, now if you're in there every day posting your last episode, yeah, I'm probably going to say, hey, dude, once after you post it like come on (laughs) you know
2: maybe that's the canadian in us
1: maybe too nice i don't know
2: (laughs) a a
0: a (laughs) (laughs) no it is it's just crazy and you know even you know a lot of people it's hilarious we've gotten into conversations oh my god the smc batteries oh there's 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 a conversation you ever see one of them arguments on facebook on the internet uh mike no, you know what? I haven't. Oh, my God. Uh, poor okay. poor Danny Sullivan from SMC. People freaking drop dump truck loads of crap from the sky on that poor guy. And he's very much like you. Um, He he does motors, batteries, ESCs, basically the same situation. Yep. And, uh, you know, actually, he actually would be a direct competitor of yours. Yep. And uh, Sorry? No, go ahead. You know, and it's just like... People are like, oh, you know, I bought this twenty-nine dollar battery pack, and uh, you know, it's swelling. And we're like, dude, it's a twenty-nine dollar five thousand <laughs> milliamp hour lipo. So yeah. what?
4: Like, they don't, well, you know why? Because they have no idea the 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 way that that chemistry operates and why that occurs. Yeah, it, it,
0: but it's just and then you know all of a sudden this product is crap. And we're like, okay, right. well, then go buy, and and, and hey, and I'm going to just throw it out there because I can. Then go yep. buy a Max Amps. That's but right. I'm telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, but the hate, dude, you're, you're have good. you seen the trolling on Max Amps, well, Amps, guys?
4: But but here's the thing. Yeah, oh, oh everybody trolls. Oh. You know what? There's haters everywhere, man. Everybody trolls on everyone. And but, yeah. But this is my point.
0: You're going to spend $120 on a battery, and you know what? It's going to swell, too. To a that's certain right. extent. So good luck with that's that. right. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I would at any day rather buy five or six SMC packs to the one um, max amps for my bashing. If I, You know, if I was racing seriously and I needed to get that extra, you know, and, and that's where max amps excels, right? You know, let's just be yep. realistic. Yep. They're grade A plus batteries, right? Like, it's just, yep. your, that's what you're paying for. That's right. That's fine. If I have and a... What, a three, well, and- and and a sponsor, warranty, right? Well, that's right. And that's exactly the other part of it is the crazy warranty. But, but will replace your
1: pack. That's not all you're paying for. You're paying for a United States of America citizen to put wow. that pack yep. together for you. Exactly. Yep. And, and, you, you know, people, people, people bitch and complain, whether it be in Canada or the U.S., that they're sending all the jobs overseas. They're sending all the jobs overseas. But yeah, then but you sit there and cost, have the balls so to complain about the <laughs> cost of something when it's built in your own damn serious. country.
0: Yeah. I know. You know, and, and that's, the, and that's uh, what I, uh, the best thing I like about this podcast is, especially right now for us, we don't owe anybody anything. No. You know, so I can talk freely about anything, any company, offer my opinion on it, which is exactly what we just finished doing. You know, and, and I'm not saying anything bad about anybody you know, and I like
1: Jason Snyder's approach to it. If you want to give it to me for free to review it, I'm still giving you my honest opinion yeah. of it. If it's a pile up, it's well, a pile. And like, when
0: I'm paying for it, I have even more of the right to say whatever yeah, I want exactly. about it, you know? And, and, right. and that's it. You know, and you sell me a quality product, I'm going to get on this microphone and I'm going to say, holy crap, that's a quality product. Yeah. You know, and uh, hey, you know, for anybody that's out there that's listening that has a quality product and you want us to talk about it, then hit us up, you know? It, it, it's that simple, and I think it's just—I don't know. It's just again, it just blows my mind how quickly people will turn on each other <laughs> over <laughs> over like a twenty-nine-dollar battery. Yeah, I know, and then, right? and then I remember the one guy who was going, "Oh, you're sponsored. I know you're sponsored." I'm like, "No,
1: I'm not." Yeah, coming from uh, wow, what an attitude to have as a team driver. <laughs> and when I la- when I read that, I was oh at God. work that oh time. God because You tagged me in it, yeah, and then that started too. Oh, you had to tag your teammate, and it's like, oh my god, dude, chill yeah. out! We are not officially sponsored by teammate. anybody, like, yeah.
0: yeah. We talk about what we use because we like it, yeah. you know, yeah. And uh, it, it's as simple as that. If we didn't like it, we wouldn't talk about it. Nope, that's right.
1: And you know what? Well, does, we it, might talk about it and just be honest, we don't like it, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, and we leave it though, right? Like, like the pro light.
1: <laughs> what an abortion that thing was we no, even I, gave tim Tunerman a heart we gave a guy from associated geez. a hard time about that thing it's like what the hell yeah, what Listen, happened the sc10 4x4 is ancient archaic belt-driven four-wheel drive short truck. truck but how dare you offer that to people that may have had an sc10 4x4 like are you guys insane
3: <laughs>
0: but no I, i i just that's one of the best things about what we do here and you know, anybody that listens, and I, I think uh, we've caught a lot of attention of a lot of people that we don't even realize. Yes. Like Randy. Hi, Randy. Hi, Randy.
1: I, I bet you he probably won't listen to it, but somebody will say, he it. I'm
3: talking
4: about you I know <laughs> Hi, Randy. I'll say hi, too.
0: Hi, Randy. <laughs> uh, no, it was so funny because when Tekin renounced the Gen 3 Motors, I kind of made a comment, not thinking about, you know, yeah, is it, listen,
1: just, is it just bigger holes in like, the can because oh,
3: like, I can do that oh, Yeah, you're
4: just talking. Yeah, it right? yeah,
0: was just like, well, I can drill bigger holes in my can so there's more airflow. Yeah. Well, he caught wind of that or heard it and kind of, not that he wasn't happy, but it was just one of those, hey. Hey, it was, man, it made him go and
1: subscribe to the podcast is, on it, the it, Podbean it, page. So.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, I'm going
0: to tell you right now. I, mm-hmm. I right now have Tekin Gen 3 motors, and that's what uh, these uh, evil motors are going to be compared to right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, with the Tegans, I will be very honest, you gotta, you got to find the tuning. That's what I found. Yeah. Once you find the tuning with the end bell and with combination of the right settings on the ESC... The motor lights up. I I
1: seen I seen the look on your face, and you see me ripping around my B5M with that Trinity. Oh man! Just
0: just like what a mistake uh, I made. I was like, "Why did I sell them that motor? That (laughs) motor had so much pickup." I was like, "Dude, what what was I thinking?" But then you know, like I said, with the guys down in Wisconsin, there helped, and it was them that helped me with those settings. And as soon as they were like da da da, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That just lit that motor. Well, you know Uh, what it is, dude. Is we we overthink
1: things instead of yeah. just doing it and trying it for true, five minutes true. and seeing what it does. Yeah, we're like, oh, what if it overheats it? Well, what if it does? Okay, listen, if you overheat the motor once, it's not the end of the world. Now, if you thermonuclear the motor once, yeah, yeah that's probably going to be the end of your world as soon as that magnet decides to start scraping those windings. But, um, you know, I, I, just, I think that's where we get a little bit more reserved with what we try. Yeah. Because we worry about that, right?
0: Yeah. Well, because we've got to pay for it. Yeah. Well, even if we didn't have to
1: pay for it, we're still going to be a little reserved for it. Well, we're so far away from everything. It's not like, hey, we can go, uh, you know.
0: No, I know. It's not like there's a motor and, and, you know, you have a spare motor. But, I mean, the big part of it is is you put money out. You're not just going to take a flame to it and burn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, yeah. you, you want to take, I, I know me anyways, I take a lot of pride in my stuff, right? And you can buy anything from me that's used. It usually is in better condition than when I bought it brand new. Yeah. How that's possible, I don't know, but just, it's just the way I am.
1: <laughs> don't don't judge me based on how my pit space may look after I'm <laughs> wrenching on somebody's car. Just, don't, yeah.
0: you know? Yeah. But that'll it's look just... like
1: somebody threw a grenade on my table. I'm like, what is he doing over there? Don't worry, he knows where the stuff is. Wait, no, he can't find his scissors. Yeah. He's sitting on them. That's how it works. You know for me.
4: The amazing part of this conversation tonight. What's is that, that mean? It's, it's it's effortless. <laughs> like I could sit here and it could go on for the rest of the night and it's effortless. And yeah. I I think that's great.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you feel that way.
1: We tend to do that sometimes. Yeah. There are some times where we're sitting here struggling for things to talk about and it's just like I should have been a little more prepared for he this thoughts. interview, I suppose. What I need to yeah, do is so have like a back
4: and you where's the groceries yeah. at? And you're like, yeah. ah yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Nah, nah. We bounce all over the place and our listeners love it, I think.
1: Oh, this is gonna be a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah. People are going to like this one, I think.
1: Yes. I'm sure of it.
4: I can't wait to hear it because the best thing is, whenever it's so off the cuff, you know, like, I don't even remember what the hell we started talking about. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you
0: know what's funny is I never go back and listen to the podcast
1: ever. I do. Oh, my God. Some of them I listen to and I literally start laughing and going, oh, my, what are we doing?
0: Well, and I think you can hear our confidence picks up as we get into them further, right? Like, we're kind of like, okay. Our 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 first ever interview was with Ty Testman. I'm sure you know who Ty is. Oh yeah. You know, and here's he just came off of what being uh, he
1: was that he won the world like won the worlds. three weeks or three, three months, two
0: months
3: prior yeah. to that. And
0: it kind of set into like who we were talking to, right? And we're just like little giddy kids, like the schoolyard here, yeah. with friggin' lollipops in our mouths, <laughs> you know. And it yeah. was just like, holy cow! You start thinking about you know to us that this guy is the guy, you know. Yeah. You know, he's Tell the he's the it. Kyle Busch of NASCAR or whatever. You know, absolutely. And uh, yeah, yeah, good times. But
1: Ty Tessman doesn't roll off the tongue like Kyle Busch does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Kyle Busch. <laughs> Kyle Busch.
0: Shut up, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think with that being said, we should hit yeah. up a commercial because we still have Wisconsin. Yeah, i got to get going. Yes, I know. So this is going to be a two-parter. We're going to actually have to come back to finish this one. Yeah, we are. So uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, which God knows how long that will be from actually now, um, we'll pick it up where we left off with with, 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 Wisconsin. 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 And all that fun fun stuff. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Thanks for coming on,
0: Mike. I'm not letting hey, no, him go no problem, on God. the show Thank here. You for having me. Well, we got to say thanks to him on the show too. Oh well, then we can say thanks to him again when we when you stop recording. Oh okay.
1: Yeah, thanks for being on the show, <laughs> Mike. We really appreciate it. We'll be back right after these words from our supporters. Cow RC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008, providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, part trays. Performance aerosols and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, CowRC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow CowRC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at
2: cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOO. That's code I M O O. Cal RC Maintenance King
0: Oh yeah, yo,
1: we're back. We're back from our four-day break. Oh, <laughs> <Break. laughs> <laughs> uh, so needless to say, we're back. We're gonna uh, wrap up the show because we're at I think about around the two-hour mark. So
0: it should be a decent one for most of the fans. Did we do the opener? We did. What do you mean? Do we make it like the? Do we do the opening part of the podcast? Yeah. So we're doing the closing part now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Basically, we're going to touch on a few things. We obviously want to <laughs> go over going to Wisconsin and racing at Marca, Marca, uh, which you learned a lot. I learned a bit. Unfortunately, I didn't get there as early as I wanted to, so I didn't really get any practice time in. But hey, it is what it is. Next time, next time, right? We we me. But before we get into that, I want to have a little discussion that you and I started having on Facebook Messenger. And it went along the lines. You sent me a message, and you said, you gave me two options. You said either a TLR8 4.0 or the RC8B3. Wee oui, wee. Oui. So to that response, I said the 4.0. And you kind of gave me the, what are you talking about, bro? Why would you go with a TLR over an associated? Um, and then I began to get explain um, my reasoning behind it. And, and the reality is, is this, and a lot of people will agree with me the uh, associated new eight scale buggy and truggy um resemble a lot of mugen that's the reality of it they, they're very to me if you were to remove all the badges off both of them put them side by side and had no different between them you'd have a hard time pointing out which one's the associated which one's the uh mugen and in my opinion if if we're allowed to pick outside of those two, I would go with the Mugen just because I know guys are running Mugen diffs and there are Associateds and they're running a few other things. And my, I thought of is, is why buy an Associated when I got to buy all this Mugen stuff to run on it to make it competitive? Because at the end of the day, we want something that's competitive right out of the box, right? Mm. So that was my reasoning as to, if you're giving me a choice between the Associated RC8B3 or the TLR 4.0, I'm going to go with the 4.0 now that can divulge into or uh, diversify, I should say, into different questions. Do you want a traditional camber-style suspension? Or do you want, like, the pillow ball type? Because then if you want pillow ball, then you're going with the RC8B3. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of thought it was an interesting subject. I don't know. I'm assuming you were asking just my opinion because you were looking at new 8 scales? No, there was a
0: dude on one of the auctions right that i was trying to well I was pretty much made a deal with but just couldn't i mean it was one of those we were talking back and forth and mm-hmm. I, I don't know I, I i don't know where where it was going because the guy said he was given offers that were better than mine but he would prefer to sell it to me because i was in canada but what didn't make sense is he could have made like an extra hundred and some odd dollars just by shipping it into the states like yeah it would have cost a little more to ship but and i just started to get a little bit fishy and i just kind of i had you know then the question of was the box still sealed and the answer was no and then it was well i just opened it to look at it and it just kind of went from there and it's one of those oh man like it. it, it anyway, so now we're completely off the, that topic, but... No, 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 okay. It's just, you know, it was one of those where I just... I was just curious. I was like, you know, do I spend six... By the time I would have been said and done, it would have been about $680 Canadian. Right. Because of exchange or, or whatever. Or do you just buy the new... Like, I, I asked Casey how much uh, the whatever would have been. It still would have been more, the, the TLR, the 8, 4, 4.0. Right. But you, again, I have not had the best of experiences buying used stuff from people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It seems like, you know, oh, yeah, just mildly run truck. Yeah, okay. You get it. You plug a 4S in it, and the friggin' ESC frigging explodes in it. <laughs> then you get a hold of the guy, and he tells you, oh, you must have done something wrong. Yeah, okay, like, dude, all I did was just plug a battery in it. How do you, how do, you do that wrong, you yeah. know? Yeah, go f- hoof your forehead yeah. there, bro. You know, so that's fine, and then just, you know, no diss to the individual. I got the twenty two four off of, but same situation, right? Bearings are falling apart in it. Like it, it's used. Yeah. Well, it's kind of crappy that you just spend all this money on a vehicle that went for an extra little bit. You could have got a brand new one in the box.
1: That's it. And my bigger, my bigger beef to that is, listen, if you're going to sell a used vehicle. And you're going to say, oh, it's totally rebuilt. It's ready to go for the yeah, season. Yeah, build it. Okay, do it. Really, really do it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and again, you're right. We're not knocking the guy who got the 224 nope. off of, but that was not ready to race that thing.
0: Well, I rebuilt the diffs. He turned the diffs. It sounded like there was a sandbox in there. Yeah, them. yeah. I mean, what did you rebuild them with? You know, like it's just, anyways. I mean, and he said it. I mean, it. again, when I bought the truck, he did say the diffs are gritty. You're going to want to look at it. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, it wasn't completely, you know, blindsided, and, and I mean, they did get it for a reasonable price, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like, it's going to need bearings, it's going to, you know, it's going to need a few little things. Now, granted, uh, word has it, 22 point 2.0. Yep. May, maybe, who knows, that seems to be the date that is floating around everywhere.
1: You know what's going to be on that table in September?
0: Mm, probably the 4.4.4. point four. No. 2.4,
1: 2.0. We'll see. I just I want dude after driving yours. Listen, you know, I know I like my uh, associated stuff, but but I'm not gonna go to the level of where I'm going to get <clears> rid of a car I'm very, very comfortable in driving and go to a whole different platform, different brand. Yeah, I wasn't having any luck. Yeah, you didn't seem to be
0: able to put it down like no, it. Not, you not, seem not,
1: more comfortable with your two oh, with your two I, I don't, don't know what
0: it is. I just don't anyways it just suits your driving. Mm-hmm. That's no, all exactly. And I mean the uh, what I'm interested to see now is is what TLR is going to do with the 22 3.0 that that laydown option has come the laydown transmission yeah like I'm wondering if they're going to offer a kit like you know can you buy the 22 3.0 with it or without it and uh, because it's uh, or it's maybe offer something like associated with the B5
1: mc where they gave you the four gear the three gear maybe it's going to be
0: an expensive kit. Yeah, either way you shake it, because the lay down uh, part, we'll call it whatever, conversion is a hundred and eighty dollar upgrade.
1: Yeah, I seen that.
0: Like it's just insane. Like I, I get it. It's just like, oof, new chassis, new this, new that. Like I mean, holy crap, you're rebuilding the quarter of the car.
3: <laughs>
0: Granted, if if it does what they said, what they say it does with the whole on the on the high traction. Um, Surface, yeah, it's supposed to give just gobs of grip, it's just supposed to completely make the car that much more controllable. Well, it only makes sense, right? If you know, if if it's that uh, low, it's the lower lower center of gravity, right? Now, I mean, I don't understand how a lower center of gravity could hurt ever. I mean, even on a really rough track, how would a low center of gravity? I don't know, but you know, the less the thing can want to flip, the better because you can just get it into those corners harder. But that much, yep, who knows. But yeah. Yeah, so anyways, that that's what triggered that question. And not that that thing wasn't worth it because, you know, the 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 RC8B3 is a, a new kit that is out. It is associated latest and greatest. Um, I don't know how well it's really been doing out there. Um, those guys have been doing all right. I don't with really them. pay too much attention to any of the 8 skill I don't pay attention to any stuff really going on to be honest. Yeah, unless
1: it's what and we talk about. about it. Yeah. But then you check it out.
0: And then uh
1: but Uh,
0: i'm just trying to did you lose it yeah it kind of was there and gone (laughs) so yeah anyways the deal was 680 bucks shipped the guy was down by uh niagara falls he's gonna throw in a couple sets of tires i haven't really heard anything back i don't know if he sold it or not you know he said he just wasn't gonna have time for it and it's just it is it's very unfortunate right you can buy these things brand new and never touch them and it's just you're gonna lose your skin you know, and he was trying to, you know, he bought it from Amy or whatever, I think he said. So, mm. you know, he paid like 700 and some odd dollars for it. Right. You know, in Canadian. I'm talking Canadian dollars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because he had to have it shipped into Canada. Oof. I'm sure he got nabbed on the duty. Guaranteed. Guarantee Guaranteed. Yep. You know, so it's kind of one of those, he's trying to sell it for retail with a cut sticker on it. And I said, that's the part that's hurting you the most right now. Right? You can tell people whatever you want. I said, the sticker's cut. It, it It's just, it's, yeah, it's that simple. It's not factory sealed anymore. It's not factory sealed anymore.
1: Even if you, well, in my opinion, you got to knock 50 bucks off of it. Oh, at more, least. To me, it's even more than that. No, if he can verify that all the bags are in there and all the stuff's in it,
0: to me, in pictures, then I'd say 50 bucks off, but I can't give you... No, he was well below the $50 off, even at, at getting it for 680 Canadian. Yeah. The thing retails for, I think, five-something American... It's just no, nah, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it was one of those. I was just like no. Well, and the thing is, is and then the other problem is, is what's sitting behind me. There's too perfect. How good much r- do we race exactly? If, if we, we got into the racing eight more scale often, racing, yeah. exactly.
1: Well, and that's like I keep saying. Like I want a nitro eight scale, no. and I will build a nitro eight scale, and it'll be everything that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> It's going to sit on that shelf 90% of the time. No, I know. So it's going to look awesome, and when I do run it, it'll be wicked. <laughs> but how often am I going to
0: run it, right? And that's a lot of money to spend yeah. on a Shelf Queen. Yep. So well, the- and, it's, and it's hard to, it's also very hard to, yeah, exactly. A Shelf Queen or a Basher, a racer that is a Basher. You know, because the reality is, is whenever we're playing with our eight skill stuff, we're not racing it. We're just up and down the road. We're, yeah. Unless
1: something you know. happens and we happen to, if, if things happen and we end up with a spot to run across. Well, yeah, we'll see. Right there. Then, yeah, things might get sped up a little bit on that deal.
0: Because then it's worth it. right? It's worth it.
1: Then, mm-hmm. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Then we had racing this weekend. Yes. That was fun. It was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was actually a lot of fun. And uh, we got to do. Uh, we actually got into some testing of stuff. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about Marka first, or it don't matter? Kind of fin- talk about either. Or. Finish that conversation because we kind of started into it.
1: Well, no. I said before we get into that, let's talk about the whole TLR.
0: Well, no, but I think when we started recording four days ago, we had started talking about Marka, and then we got into the phone call with Bahana.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so okay.
0: <laughs> We're all over the place because we don't even know what we really talked about.
1: Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what happens when you go four days. So we go from uh, basically Mike not going. Oh, God. <laughs> and within literally the last like 36 hours before I'm scheduled to leave to go down there, Mike's like, uh, yep, I'm going.
0: Well, my, my health <laughs> was a big thing, right? Like yeah. we just didn't really know. And then I was, I just, you know, it was killing me to not go. Of course. Just let's leave it at that. Like, you know, why would I not want to go to the, one of the biggest events that we've ever gone to? Yeah, yeah. With, with well, Jim wasn't there. Like, that sucked. I wish Jim would have been there, but. It would have been. You know, we got to hang out with Joel. We hung out with uh, Ron. Ron and Trevor McCoy came with us yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He was there too. You know, it was just, oh, it was awesome.
1: It w- It was a good time. So, yeah, then that was the other thing. Mike decided to go. Then Joel decided to go. Yeah, Joel, Joel wasn't going to go either. Uh, and then. Yeah, and then you guys left that morning. I'm like, I hate work, 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 I hate work. <laughs> and then I got done work, my wife got done work, and then we drove down, and ugh, I got there what, around 1230?
0: Yeah, it's just a write-off. So then
1: I uh, quickly ripped my charger and batteries out of my containers and charged my batteries so that way when I showed up first thing in the morning, I could actually throw them in. vehicle. Man, that controlled practice does not leave you with a lot of time. Like, you figure 10 minutes is enough. I know. But it's like, oh, man. And then, of course, we all kind of got caught with our pants down not having cash on us. So, yeah. Had to go get money. Missed that practice session.
0: And then they didn't know what milk and coffee was at the McDonald's. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was hilarious. My, My wife
1: drinks a coffee when she does. It's two milk, one sugar. So we get up to the w- little order window there. I'm like, yeah, can I get a large coffee with two milk, one sugar? Okay, next window, please pull up. And the lady charges me like 360 I Look at the receipt. Ugh, I'm like, Jesus, that's an expensive coffee. And then I look at my receipt, and they actually charge me for two milk <laughs> and a coffee. And I'm like, um, no. I needed two milk in the coffee. And the girl kind of looked at me like, What?
0: Oh, she was like a deer in the oh headlights. My God. She was like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What?
1: And, and might I add, we're in Wisconsin. <laughs> like, the cheese state. Mm. Like, how, how do you not? Come on. This cannot be a foreign concept of putting milk in coffee. So we finally got that cleared away. I guess the manager must have understood when she went and said something to the manager. Because my wife is expecting a black coffee. So I asked for, I think, creamers on the side or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. My wife looked at it, she's like, "Oh no, there's milk in it. We're good." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." Oh, uh,
0: it was just it was <laughs> it was such a mess. It was just it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, we had a, we had a freaking awesome time. It was it was
1: good time. It was very nice to see how uh, organized. Um, it was definitely a tight ship being ran. Um, kind of makes you want that, to. That's how you if you're gonna run races that's how you want to run them especially on a big day like that like they had just as many entries as we've dealt with before oh yeah we've ran two heats in a main and they were done in the same amount of time we ran three heats in
0: a main yeah oh yeah no it was and they even I think stopped for everybody to eat yep yeah they stopped for a half hour lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no it was uh it was awesome to uh to see. To See kind of how they ran things and, yeah. and the way it went, and, you
1: know, and get a chance to you know actually you know talk a little more with with like guys like Eric and and get to meet Spike and and just kind of see the environment that those guys you know race in right on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That was the, I felt that was one of the more uh, cool parts of the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I mean I think those guys are definitely more exposed to things, right? So it's well, it only makes
1: sense, right? They have a club, a functioning club that's there all the time. So they've had more time to kind of get their thumb on it mm-hmm. and, and make sure it runs good. But but Eric even said before they were a lot more lax a long time ago. Like they, they were real easy going. It would take them forever to get through a day. And finally they said enough is enough. Like if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And and it's like I said, it to me, it ran very, very well. There was definitely no lack in no, uh, no. volunteers. Uh, to run the the tech area to you know either call a race if, if Spike was racing or, you know it was just and, and then the wealth of information from all those guys right like it's just it's it's insanity and that's the only thing that I kind of wish I would have gotten there a little sooner on Friday for was just to kind of
0: well I, get in I mean, on that it, I, the information didn't come to me though really until race day so I didn't really gain a whole lot mm-hmm. or maybe I did was it on the practice yeah day? it was
1: when you were there practicing. Because when I came, you were like, oh, my yeah. God, my cars.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I kind of told you kind of yeah. where you were going to have to go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just... Believe it or not, I didn't change the gearing on my two-wheel drive buggy at all. <laughs> nice. I ran it just like a... Or was it the four-wheel... No, the four-wheel drive buggy. What a nightmare. I'll tell you what. I thought I could get away with a 13.5 on that track. No. Nah. <laughs> it was <laughs> way too, uh, too big of a track for it. So... I moved over to a six and a half turn with the ESC that I had in it, being left under the impression that the ESC that I had in it would run the six and a half turn in the four wheel drive buggy. I had mm. asked the manufacturer of this ESC specifically mm. if that ESC would run with a six and a half turn. I was told it would. Boo. Yeah, exactly. I found out about a minute and a half into it that it was like I'd go to grab a gob of friggin' throttle and it just fell on its face. So I knew right away something was not right. Pulled it off. Didn't end up hurting the ESC or the motor, nothing. Um, So then, of course, the bigger ESC that I had in it before went back in it. Mm -hmm. And the main with it that I ran in wasn't bad. Like, the car finally felt like I needed it to feel all day. So kicking myself for not maybe, like, because I was originally going to make the change before I even went and just come with the six and a half in it. But I was trying to get away with being stingy. I don't know. So, yeah, that failed. But uh, the two-wheel drive buggy, I, I drove. I love it. Yeah, well, you and you moved up. Uh, I was, okay, so as poised to move up in the two-wheel drive buggy uh, class. Uh, like, I was in one of the transfer spots, because basically the way they did it is uh, first and second bump to the next main. mm mm-hmm. um, And I think I want to say I was in, like, the E <laughs> or maybe D main. Yeah, I... I
0: we might be able to look it up if we. Uh, you would have to get online. Uh, no, I don't know if Eric got that stuff online. It's on or the not. thing, I think. Is it? Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So
1: yeah. So anyway, that kind of. Um, I broke a servo, but what else? What? What? There was something well, else no, that happened.
0: Your Your two wheel drive short course truck too. You did really good. Yeah, I good bumped in up. Too. I bumped up from the C
1: to the B. I think.
0: I think. Yeah. So
3: no, I bumped place. from the
1: B to the A second place B main. B main they still gave a flat right. yes. even yes. if you bu- like yes. y- if you bumped it was an automatic bump it wasn't like we've been used to before um with like what you there where you kind of get the
0: option mm-hmm. so well you didn't have to race if you didn't want to but i mean
1: there was something else <laughs> you, you broke you broke the servo else. arm i broke the servo arm but there was something else that led to it that i fe- oh the bearing <clears throat> I blew out a bearing on one of the wheels, front wheels, and I didn't notice. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say that's what led to the car careening <laughs> off the one corner like it did. And then I broke the servo horn. So <laughs> unfortunately, I had to park it um, for the rest of that race, which was crappy because I think there was probably like a minute 20 left in it. And me in first place had practically were checking out. Like we were we were putting enough distance between ourselves um, and those guys. I literally cost myself TQ and four wheel drive short course truck. My my barrel roll back onto four wheels on the last second last corner before like the where the start finish line was. Mm. Literally, if you look at the times on it, I think I ended up being like through not even three tenths of a second who had off D- of TQ. Who had I can't
0: remember. I couldn't believe the turnout of short four by four short course trucks down there. That yeah. was. Uh, you know, a lot of those guys. I guess it was their first time on on carpet. That, yeah, that's that, that's the even more interesting part to me. Well, you know why I did
1: so horribly in the main? I had this ingenious idea. Let's go from the electrons to the primes, because oh, the primes work so good on our carpet. Right? Change tires. Mm, wrong choice. The electrons were hooked up. It was running like a champ. Other than a little bit of traction rolling issues, which yeah, I probably could have dealt with by uh, dropping some of the ride height back out of it. Um but I think the sacrifice of almost the potential traction rolling to the better drivability with the bit of ride height mm-hmm, in it—it mm-hmm. it was one of those trade-offs, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, overall, like I had a great time. Like I really, really enjoyed it, and and to get exposed to tracks so big, like I know oh. now the next time we go.
0: Definitely need to get there for practice. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The lessons learned is, is, mm-hmm. yeah. You go the night before practice day, be there for practice day. Yeah. Don't drive there practice day and get practice. No. Be there for practice day, be there for race day. Yeah. Um, I think that was the significant difference between those that did better than us. Mm-hmm. I mean, the homeschool guys, the guys from the you know, that that are that are home to that track. That's always the way it's going to be. Well, yeah, because they they have a setup that works. You know, they know their carpet, they know yeah. their setup, they know their environment. You know, they're a little more comfortable. They haven't sat in a car for eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd expect for them to always do a little bit better. And I shouldn't say that. We're not that far out. The big thing was was gearing. Gearing, and again, we're plagued with consistency. Yeah. Right? We just don't have the consistency because it's not that we don't have the consistency. We can be consistent, but yeah. then we're slower. Yeah. Right? If I slow rate down, not slow rate I shouldn't even say slow rate down. It's just it's a sacrifice. It's you got to lose laps to be more consistent. To be more consistent, you got to lose laps right now because it's just a matter of... I've been fiddling so much with my steering uh, stuff. Dual rate. The dual rate. Dude. And not just the dual rate, (laughs) but the whole percentage of how much you can swing it. Okay, so... so stupid.
1: I've never really paid attention to a lot of the settings on my radio, right? I've always just kind of monkeyed with what I knew worked. Yep. Well, the whole dual rate thing... Like, we've read what dual rate is a million times, times over. I know. Okay. We know what it is, but how we both looked past it being right there in a radio, and on your radio, my radio, it's in the same spot. It's right at her thumb. I know. And and now having that, dude, like, literally, I went and ran this weekend on our track that I was running on, and I had my dual rate turned up to, like, it was at 98. Yep. Well, with this track, because it was smaller and tighter, I turned it down
0: to 90, 90 and my car stopped being all twitchy. Huh. And if you actually turn your... I tried to turn mine up. No, well, because normally from, I from put case, mine at 100. From Casey's, I was running at like 80. Yeah, see, at Casey's, I had turned it up even more. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. It's
1: weird. I just... You know what I do, dude? Is I go over and you run? What you do with your steering expo? Nothing. My expo, I leave all that alone. I, the only thing I've been adjusting is my dual rate. Because I like to keep my car... Because the dual rate slows down how quick it gets to each side. No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah. No. The one on your thumb... Uh-huh. Changes the percentage of how much you get in your throw. Okay, so then that's all I need to adjust. I don't like slowing it down
1: because that's what I was doing before. I was slowing down the servo to not be. That's so twitchy. my understanding. Maybe I'm totally no, wrong. I think here. you're right because Maybe we don't know what dual rate is.
0: What? <laughs> Maybe we don't. Yeah, know exactly. Because <laughs> it was um, Spicy Bob that came and talked to me and Kyle about it, and he started telling us about it, and I yeah, was like, yeah. I was like, what? Look, I literally did one of those. And then that was it. I was so fried for the next race because I'm starting to play with that yeah. in the middle of the race. They're like, the, the marshal would get me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I got to adjust this a little bit different because it's not working. <laughs> they're thinking I'm broke. I'm like, no, just leave it. Yeah, yeah I know. When you pull over like that yeah. you go to grab, it's uh. like, no, leave alone. Leave alone. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. It's like
1: Put it me down. <laughs> it's like, put me in the timeout <laughs> box for a second.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> Oh, and that was the other thing they had in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, time out no, no one was
0: put in it though.
1: But. No, but I love the idea of it. Yeah. If you're gonna go out there and drive like a, mm-hmm. you're gonna get put in timeout. And, and you know what I mean? If you if you take somebody out and you keep driving, yeah. And the race director sees it, or somebody sees it and tells the race director, you're getting put in timeout.
0: I love the idea of that. You know what time you'd spend in there, Matt? Not a lot. I wait. No, I know that that's something that uh, I've started to. A few a of us, say. few few of the guys around here, have really picked up on is the whole when you get mixed up with somebody. Get, you know, I think fair is fair. If one guy's got to lose a lap, both of you should. You know, that's kind of you're putting yourself in timeout. But yeah, no, just you know, we can't say enough good things about those guys at uh, Marca, and uh, it really, really was just an absolutely phenomenal race. We have. Um, Rick Seffrud from Gone Banana Racing Skins to thank for uh, sponsoring it and ho- yes. uh, and having uh, Marka host it. There's tons of giveaways, tons of plaques. Like, everybody got something. I'll put it yep. to you that way. Like, whether yep. it was plaques, uh, raffles, like, no one, I don't think anyone left there without something in, in their hand one way or another. Yeah. Um, I got a new exacto knife. Like I said, I got to uh, run the, the that was the debut of the TLR. Because that was a mad panic to get it ready, right? Oh, the 224. Yeah, Yeah, the 224. That was its debut run. you know. So it was kind of rough, right? Like first time driving a new vehicle. Yeah, I didn't even drive it at that one at all. It was just, talk about jumping in friggin', you know, up to your knees and hoping for the best. Then it was funny because at Casey's race after, actually there's been a bunch of racing since we've done a podcast. Because then we raced at Casey's. Yeah, we raced the Casey's, which is where I ran, and that's what—that's <laughs> where the
1: me wanting a 224 2.0 came from that night, <clears throat> because I ran it and I didn't push it at all hard, yeah. but like I put down like a ten-four. Now I, the day of racing with my four-four-three, I did like a nine-something with it, yeah. which was almost a second faster, but. I was pushing the four four three like I always do, and you even commented to me before. It's like, dude, you have no fear with that car. Like you just no, your
0: four four three. That that's your class. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll give that to you, but. Yeah.
1: Like without any effort, I ran a ten four with it, and it's like okay. Well, if it I, gave I, this I or mine. Those, those
0: bearings were on the fritz when you were doing that, yeah, and it was basically those bearings. It was like it had drag break. Yeah, that's that for me. I was like, why does this thing feel like I've got like a hundred percent drag break? Yeah, yeah. And, and then that one finally that ball, well, and then finally it got to a point where it was like, okay, now there's really something wrong yeah. here, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like what there was no inner ra- <laughs> the, the the only thing left was the outer, outer race,
1: race. <laughs> and the inner Ooh, race. Yeah. Everything else was was gone. missing. There was no bearing. <laughs> there was no ball retainer. The balls were gone. Everything had, like disintegrated. It got yeah. so hot. Everything just kind yeah, of dis- just vaporized. <laughs> so you're right on the dual rate though, dude. Yeah. On a big sweeping track, you might turn it down to eighty percent so that you don't oversteer the car. It's the total amount of travel both yeah. left and right. Yeah. And then the speed you can slow down. But see, I like fast steering. I like
0: fast steering to a limit. Yeah. That's so my like because so then it gets the too twitchy.
1: Because ah, then it gets too twitchy. No, not when you drive like I do. Last second turning, buddy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No kidding. Oh, wait, I got to go left? (laughs) But anyways, again, that's all driving style, right? Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, like I said, it just, I I find now every time I'm out racing, I'm learning a little bit more, a little bit. Not so much here at home, just because we don't have that caliber of guys. Yeah, but I think what it is is now is we're being more... Open to it, right? Well, I'm hoping that we kind of bring some of it to the guys here, right? Mm-hmm. If if they're willing to to listen, <laughs> you know, or listen to the podcast and, and and pick it up through that, whichever way is is, is their choice. But uh, yeah, so then we had Casey's race. That was a really good day too, actually. Mm-hmm. For we for we kind of even forgot that we had that in between, and then just this weekend we got to do some playing with uh, motors the motors. Yeah, I bought this. We went to the skate park once. <laughs> the skate park? Oh my god. Yeah. We're going to get some video of that. We'll just we'll oh. just leave it at that. Let's not even tell them about it. We'll just Third say sale. <laughs> yeah, I am going to send it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Back to China.
1: If we if we have to put a bigger pinion on it so it'll go even faster, let's do it.
0: <laughs> I don't care what we destroy. But uh yeah, we uh <laughs> I bought this uh, Eagle Tree data logger, and what it does is it goes in between the ESC and the battery, and you can buy an assortment of sensors for it, which I don't have all. All we're able to gather right now is pack voltage and amp draw uh, between from the battery to the ESC.
1: Yeah. What'll be nice is to get the rest of the sensors for ESCs like the one in my 443 that doesn't have data logging built in so we can gather all that other information.
0: Yeah, because you can build, you can build, you can buy a temperature sensor for the motor. Mm-hmm. You can actually put three or four temp sensors in, because I wouldn't mind putting a temp sensor on the batteries too. Yeah, see what just kind to of see they what do. kind, because mm-hmm. you know. Oh excuse me, see if the how how hot the batteries get. You, the other thing that I really want to get is the um, they sell the adapter to monitor your servo voltage and current and whatever. Which is really interesting because, you know, you get a lot of guys and me and Matt back in the day had these problems, which was we bought RTRs, exploded our RTR servos because, you know, we all know how RTR servos are with all the plastic gears and such. So we buy these like <laughs> ProTech, you know high volt, not high voltage, but whatever. We kinda knew what we were doing, but we didn't know what we were doing. And then they all were, they of a sudden,
1: horrible servos.
0: No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with the server, but I'm just saying, but the backs in the ESCs couldn't handle it. Cause then you started having the glitching. And yeah. it was kind of like then you know you're like, oh now I gotta run a glitch uh, glitch buster and I gotta do this. And then we were like, no 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 these glitch busters, they're great. What you really need is an external back. So then we started buying Mamba 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 external backs and soldering them in because they're good up to 10 amps mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you notice a huge difference in your steering because all of a sudden now you've got all the power in the world well my question is is what kind of power do these servos really consume you know so hey yeah. let's let's find out <laughs> you know why not i think that's very very interesting information. you know and i really like to see like everybody makes those comments that oh, all savok servos are the power hungry ones hey guess what We'll tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's how
1: you would well, know. Well, there's,
0: there's kind of no there,
1: there's no denying that. They are horribly <laughs> power hungry. So are Spectrums, though, because that's where I first had my issues. Yep. But here's my thing, and, and this was what really made things interesting, is I had glitching issues when I was using my Traxxas radio mm-hmm. with my SC-10 that I put yep. that Spectrum server on. Yep. I put the factory associated radio that came with it, glitching problem went away. Hmm. So sometimes it might be the receiver. Yeah, the receiver may be a little more resilient to it. Right. So it, it's, it was kind of hard to say, yeah. but but in, you know what I mean? It's
0: it's, it's interesting yep. just to. But yeah, you can get motor temp. You can get RPMs. You can get GPS data logger. You can get pretty much anything you want. You can check it. If you Google Eagle Tree RC, uh, eagle like the bird, tree like the thing that grows out of the ground. <laughs> And it's the e-logger version 4.4, 4, um, reasonably priced. I think it's like $70. And uh, you can get it with a Dean's end, or you can get it where you can put your own ends on it. We kind of opted for the, we'll do it our own way. And then we didn't even think about the fact that we should have put 90-degree
3: bullets No, on yeah, it yeah, yeah.
0: use 90-degree bullets if you're using bullet plugs, especially on tent scale, because then your, your lid doesn't tend to fit when the bullets are sticking three know, miles right? out of uh, the top of your battery. But yeah, so then uh, we got information with that, and we... Uh, ran uh, the Tekken Gen 3 motors in the first heat. Mm-hmm. We collected data with the uh, Eagle Tree and the Tekin built-in data logger to the RSXs Yep, on both my buggies. Uh, it was a pretty easygoing day for us, so we had tons of time. We took both two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive buggy, swapped out the Tekkens for Evil uh, Empire motors of the same turn, Uh, 13.5 in the two-wheel drive buggy and the 10.5 in the four-wheel drive buggy and basically collected the same amount of data for Heats 2 and the mains. Uh, Can't really tell you much more than that because we haven't really even looked at the data. Yeah, not Not that we really know how to compare it yet. I'm going to have to either, I don't know, figure it out one way or another. Um, The thing that struck me the most is, is out of it all, was the the actual amperage between the battery and the ESC. Mm-hmm. I just was, I, you know, I always said, oh, I bet you, you know, 30 amps, 20 amps, you know. My goodness. On the four-wheel drive buggy, I think we hit 68 amps peak. Now, that's just for a second, right? Like, you're not talking, you know, you see it flatline at 68 for like 10 seconds. Yeah. It's, you know, you're obviously doing something at that point where either you're stuck maybe, so you burp the throttle, you know, you're stuck on a pipe and it, it you know, obviously takes more to get the thing to move. Mm-hmm. Regardless, 70 amps, folks, I don't know what you know, but 70 amps is not something you blink your eye at here. <laughs> you know, like that's, uh, you, 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 you can weld at 70 amps, <laughs> you know, wouldn't want to be a too thick of a piece of steel, but I'm telling you, you could do it. And, uh, I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, The thing can capture. I have it set to capture at 50 50 samples per second. (laughs) So I don't know what that relates to and whatever, but that's a whole lot of data. And uh, I haven't really, like I said, played with it, but I must be able to drill down to like the milliseconds, you know, and see exactly what, oh, it's just, I don't know. I'm hoping uh, Mike Mahana there gets, uh, gets some use out of that data. 'Cause I know the tenth scale he, he's really I think focused on eight scale stuff. Yeah. Right now is uh, the evil empire's kind of main focus. The tenth scale stuff is definitely on board. That should have been something we asked him when we talked to him. Was you know, what's what is kind of the roadmap for well, the tenth scale? Eight scale for him is home. He knows right. eight scale. A-
1: and when I first started talking to him, that's where, you know, he's very open to, you know, suggestions right. I had and he had only gotten that one sample motor and that's when he said well i'll send it to you and let me know what you think about it and Mm -hmm. i was instantly like okay get more of these like
0: (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) well like even from the temperature point of view like again i there's just not enough data yet i mean it's going to be one of those we're probably going to have to put the teakins back in just to get data to compare them to right like it's just Mm -hmm. you know how hot were the teakins versus how hot were the the evil motors you know on the same track i mean does it really matter not really because we could also, you know, because now you've got your stuff, so we can kind of use your stuff as a baseline.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what's your Tekin doing or your Trackstar or your Trinity? I'd really like to compare with the Trinity. Yeah. Just to see, you I know, what your what the draw is on your ESC and and things and data. You know what I mean? Because we're very, we can run together. You know what I mean? Like is, The only thing that really happens between me and you is one of us messes up
3: yeah we can run
0: bumper to bumper and it's almost impossible to pass each other yeah until one of us bobbles that's the point that we're at and uh you know consistency is what positions me and you apart from each other i think more than anything and two-wheel drive buggy and the four-wheel drive you got i think a little more on me on that you got a lot more experience with it so you know that definitely helps and i love that class yeah. but that class is yes. the wheeler classes is, is great oh but, man
1: and I, I love the sound of the two two four when it's ripping. Oh man! But I love the sound of that four four three with those those
0: gear diffs too. It's just <laughs> actually speaking of that, I'm gonna have to tighten my diffs. That's the one thing swapping between the tekins. Yeah, yeah, and 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 those evils. Oh yeah, and it'll oh. it'll present itself really quickly. Hollow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. I was like, "What is going on? The torque." <laughs> oh man, folks, these motors. I'm telling you, if. <laughs> If you need a motor, get a hold of Mike Bahana. I'm telling you right, the right now, I run. <clears throat> I
1: run the 13.5 in my four wheel drive buggy. And the way I have it geared right now, and the timing that I'm running in the ESC, which is only 10 degrees, when I grab a handful of throttle to make sure nothing's binding like on the table, everybody kind of looks over and goes, "What is in that?" It's just a 13.5. <laughs> they're just they're incredible motors. Like I've yep. been really impressed with it in the four wheel drive. <laughs>
0: car and it's not even that it's it's how far you've pushed it <laughs> like that motor is not afraid to go to 200 degrees oh no no none at all and it doesn't fade. all the time and it doesn't fade <laughs> like every time I temp it, it's like huh, 190 <laughs> oh 194 you know and, you know, when, when uh, as you previously heard, you know, one 180 is kind of the max you want to go to. 160 is kind of your, you know, your go-to. Endurance testing is what, the way I'm looking at it right yeah. now is I'm in endurance testing it. Yeah. The the more
1: packs that I can put, the more races I put on it and putting it at that temperature, let's see how long it, it lasts. Really lasts, yeah. And I know how long a Tekken Gen 2 13.5 lasts when you overheat Not it every long. time.
0: No, I know they don't. They I've overheat. Got two of them sitting over there. <laughs> I know exactly how this Is when I had the thirteen five RPM, yeah, which was a mistake in in a buggy. As soon as that motor got hot, that was it. It yeah. just went. Bleh. Yeah. It still ran, mm-hmm. but it did not run as a thirteen five. It yeah. felt it probably would have felt more like, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what a seventeen and a half feels like. Yeah, you know, but something like that maybe with no timing or anything like it was just bleh. well i'm looking forward
1: to getting down to casey spring fling which is coming up this weekend yeah and turning the uh, motor timing down i'm gonna go down to 30 degrees on that 13.5
0: <laughs> yeah because it's at 40 right so, now so, oh so you mean you're gonna go to stock timing
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna turn down the 30 okay and see what that motor does what at do you got on the, what do you
0: got for esc timing 10 degrees 10 degrees that's it yeah
1: I know, right? Because when I... <laughs>
0: <you> <laughs> Dude, my four-wheel drive buggy, was it the four-wheel drive buggy? One of the buggies, the, when I went out for the mains, I took the timing. I had it all the way up at max. 60? Yeah. <laughs> and I left the, the end bells are at their default. I think it was like 30 degrees on yeah. those motors. Yeah. But on one of them, I can't remember which one. I think it was the four-wheel drive buggy. I was like, I want more. <laughs> Both right up. and it came off at 144. I was like, well, now I can't do anything here, so I either do some end bell timing, go to maybe try it at 35.
1: Oh, okay. So where did you turn up the timing? In the ESC? Oh, my God.
0: Electronic timing, I went to 60 degrees. Oh, my Lord, bro. Wow. (laughs) Well... Remember we were talking to Randy and he was the one that was saying that actually going higher can lower your temps. Yeah, sometimes there's that sweet spot. And we were like, okay, whoa, 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 yeah, hang whoa. Hang on, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa. Because
1: we've always been afraid to touch. You know,
0: and <laughs> I was like, okay, dude. No. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I I'm so confident in those buggies right now. And the reality is is the difference between a tight track and a big track should only be a couple pinions at the most. You know, like well sometimes it might only be it might one not even one might down not even, or one up. That's what I'm saying. Like I should no longer be doing things like, Oh, I'm running a thirteen tooth and I'm gonna run a twenty. No, like it's just
1: yeah, see me way and I've been kinda too much of a jump.
0: I, I've been yard sailing all over with my gearing, just trying to find something that feels right. In and, in reality, I should be able to just use ESC timing to get that plus or minus. Yeah. Oh, this track's a little bit tight. I don't need all that oomph, drop it down. Again, what I'm, <clears throat> and maybe it's been explained
1: to me, and I just don't listen. <laughs> but <clears throat> okay, so we've we've had this discussion before, and we're gonna get into it real quick here. Yep. Gearing. Yep. When we we, we have that gearing chart that
0: we use, the one that me
1: that I made. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which
0: isn't totally complete.
1: No, but but when you look at it, You can go with a seventy-two tooth pinion and a whatever, uh, or sorry, seventy-two tooth spur, spur and whatever pinion, pinion, and get blah. Yep. Yeah. But then you can go to seventy-six spur. And a blank pinion and and get very close within
0: within numbers, very close, or sometimes exact. It just depends.
1: So my my question and wondering is is what's the benefits from one
0: to the other? Okay, so my understanding. Remember, I showed you that YouTube video from wherever it was. I think where they were talking about gearing. Yeah, and they and the comment was is you always want to go with the biggest spur you can, and and again, I always try to to use the bicycle. As your uh, 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 your 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 gears on a bicycle as the example, when you're trying to get moving, mm-hmm. what's the easiest gear combo? Small gear in the front, big gear in the back, right? Yeah. So, you know, when you when you're pedaling your bike, you go your tiny little gear on the front and your big massive guy on the back. You're pedaling at three hundred mile an hour, but you're moving at three, but it's effortless, right? You can go up a hill, you can climb over a rock, yeah. Now, if you go with your really big, so you got to think of the front gear as your pinion and the rear gear as your spur. So if you put the really big pinion on the front, which would be your front gear, and you put a real small, which would be your spur gear, and try to do the same thing that you did, what, which way is easier? Well, no, wouldn't it be a, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Your pinion is your front, your spur is your back on your bicycle. No, I know, I know what you're so saying. So what you're doing is is you're you're trying to find that medium, right? So like when you pedal a bike, I always found like if you had an 18 speed, you always would find that what like 12 was always kind of that sweet spot, right? Yeah. You could slow down and pick the speed back up. Like so. God, it's, it's been so long since I've been on a bicycle. You know what i know, but <laughs> I, and, and that's how that's how I and when that guy watched when I watched that video, it made sense. He goes, "You want to go with, you want to know what your rollout is." And you got to figure out what kind of the opt, and that's what Eric did. He came over, he measured my tires, he knew my gear, my internal ratio already. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, What spur are you using? And he just in his head did one of those. Yeah, he's like, That's like almost exactly the same as mine. Put a 24 tooth pinion on. I put that 24 tooth pinion on. He said, Let me see your ESC. We went in with the Tekken software. He's like, Oh, no, 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 this is wrong. He's like, You don't want dual mode. I didn't even realize it was set to dual mode. He goes, Put it on censored. Put This at thirty uh, percent, and do the calculated for you know the, the the timing. Pick the lowest number. Do this. Hit save. Go out there and do that. I was like, okay. Went out there, and I was like, oh my Remind god. Remind me when he if he comes up, I gotta get it. I gotta find he, out he, what and, it is.
1: And he, sorry, guys, I'm just there's an, equa- here. There's he an has equation. A, no,
0: he has a spreadsheet for it. Does he? Why don't we have it? I, I I think we asked him for it, and he did send it. When he's here, I do intend to say, "Okay, here's a computer. Can you please send me that file?" And basically, what you do have to do is, is you got to know your numbers. You need to know your gear ratios, and you need to know all this well, stuff. It's easy. I know all that. Like on my social, on my associated stuff, yeah, it's easy. You know, see the good thing, the good news. Is this
1: is one thing that I love about the four four three. <laughs> it's an eighty one two spur. Yeah, there's no choice. That's all yeah. I have. So basically, I grab a pinion, I stick it on there, yeah. and go nope. And just kind of go
0: from there and find the one I like. The one you like. Yeah. So, you know, and I mean, then you could also do it the other way, because who was doing it through the ESC? Remember, was it Frank Hansen? Uh, that was looking at the ESC temperatures and the RPMs, and they were just trying to hit at maximum RPMs.
1: Uh, oh, shit. Almost knocked my computer over. <laughs> uh, he was looking at his... Um, RPMs. RPM on the motor, and, and, he was, and he would go with the gearing that gave him the, the most, most the max RPM, RPM right? Yet.
0: So... I think if you were to do exactly either way, you will have the same outcome mm-hmm. because that's what you're trying to achieve. You're trying to make it so that way there, the motor is getting to the maximum RPM most efficiently. Yeah. Right? And that's the same thing as, as your pedal bike. You're just working at what gear works best for your legs. Yeah. Well, your legs are the motor, the, you know, it's, but, and I can understand it. And then they said, you know, the bigger, the and, and again, on 10th scale, I don't buy into this as much as I would on an eight scale. The, you know, the the spur acts like a flywheel. Gives you a little bit more carry through the corner. You know, that that rolling ahead. With a steel spur, yeah, I can see it. The plastic ones, like, come on, folks.
1: You know what, though? In, uh, I don't know. <laughs> in stock, where guys are running cut gears, they're running plastic pinions, they're
0: doing all this stuff, I can see it being effective in that. Yeah, but it's not going to be an advantage. What they're saying is, is the bigger spur gives you more of an advantage because that's what I mean like a,
1: well, but if you're taking it all away no 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 I'm talking about cut gears in the transmission where you're making everything in the driveline lighter mm. where that 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 flywheel effect will be more um, noticeable I would say you'd, you'd notice it know. more with, with less rolling you know what I mean
0: I have no idea no, I, I know, just to be honest that's what I'm assuming I'm assuming these things I can't remember who it was that put that video on. I'm sure I could find it I know I'll, which I'll, one you're talking I'll about I'll try and find it and maybe we'll post it on our page share on the page but uh Again, that's this is just I mean another one of those conversations that maybe we'll find somebody who's really really good with gearing. Oh, I'm. I'm is that you? Telling you, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, it was you. <laughs> I'm telling you that Eric, Eric is the yeah. guy to talk to, and well, he did explain it to us. I remember here's my plan when we had him. So I'm hoping uh, we should reach out to him and say, "Hey, dude, when you uh, plan on uh, flying in?" <laughs> yes, because this stuff here because I've already coming with us. offered to pick him up at the airport depending on when he gets there. This is insane, This folks, it's a three minute drive. Yeah, it's not far. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just very, very interesting and, and this is only one aspect, right? Mm-hmm. And like me and you were saying, I, I think as we start to get a grasp on, on more and more here now, which is, I really feel that's what we're doing is we're starting yeah. to really understand and it's starting to really show in our racing, you know, we're, we're understanding some of the, the settings in the controller a little better, mm-hmm. timing and the motors and, Setup, oh my god, you know, shock packages and spring setups. I know, yeah, that's it's starting to get it's starting to make more sense, even though before we knew it was important. Someone's TV's not working right, and I'm being asked questions. Whose TV? Ah, it doesn't matter at home, no, no, okay, and (laughs) just grandparents, no, ironically enough, it's their grandparent, though,
3: okay, (laughs) (laughs) but uh,
0: anyways, I just uh, yeah, I don't know, and a rant. Yeah, uh, no. Like I said, so
1: I guess in recap, we had a great time in Wisconsin. <laughs> we had Mike's a great time, learned a lot. We've <laughs> had, we've had an enjoyable year racing. We're about <laughs> to come to the end, and of course, uh, sorry. I think crying. we'll have plenty of fun this summer.
0: Yeah, this summer we're gonna figure something There's out. We got be a... more videos on YouTube coming. Stupidity. It's just gonna be stupidity. I'm um, gonna make that clear. Not racing. Stupidity. Yep. Lots of fun. I think Matt is going to try to jump his truck. What? With your with your your you're let me rephrase that. You're going to jump your big truck with your 8 scale truck. My work truck? No, your 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 Dodge. No, my work truck's a better idea.
1: <laughs> we're going to go up to Lakeway and we're going to move the truck into the kind of the middle of that back area yeah. and we're going to try and jump over the whole truck. Yard sale? Trailer and all? Uh, yeah, well not that way.
0: Just from one side to the other oh, side. Oh, you want to blind it. Yeah. Nice. Well, you could stand on the top of the trailer. If I could get up there. You no, know, a step ladder, bro. Well, they got sea cans. An can extension, extension on too. ladder. Ooh. Hmm. That'd be fun. It'll be really funny when the thing doesn't make it all the way up the well, ramp see, and see, no, a dent in the no, side no, no, of the No, of the no see,
1: there's, ding. There, there's testing with that. See, at one point, we moved the trailer far enough forward that <laughs> if I don't clear, I completely miss everything. And once we know on, like, two or three attempts that I'm clearing in the car, yeah, then yeah. we back the trailer up and then do it. Okay. Same as if we were going to do my pickup truck. No. Yeah, we're not having. Oh, man. Yard tail even, right through the windshield. Oh, I don't want to even think about it. That's just all bad, bro. Maybe we'll get Kyle in the man van and we'll <laughs> jump the man van. <laughs> <laughs> take his
0: take his his uh, LED light bar off. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. no. Yeah. Where'd that light bar go? Anybody see where all those LED bulbs went? So, of course, with that being said, check us out on YouTube. Google us, MBM Podcast, or look up on YouTube, NBM Podcast. Uh, make sure you give us a, a subscribing you know, what? You, know, you know what we
0: should do before yeah. we wrap this? Are you in a hurry?
1: No, well, no, but I'm trying to help you out.
0: No, no, it's all good. I don't care.
1: Plus, my cable well, company is supposed to show up at some point.
0: Bah! If they show up, we'll just
1: pause. I'm surprised they haven't. Maybe my wife ignored somebody knocking at the
0: door. No, no, five and seven. They're going to be here closer to seven. Trust me.
1: Yeah, you figure? Well, it's the gateway guy. You never know.
0: <laughs> it's anyway. the gateway. Okay, what do you got for me?
1: Guy. Yeah. Hold on.
0: Okay. Just keep talking here.
1: So, and. and um, what are we doing this okay. weekend? This weekend, we are going to the KC Hobby's 16th Annual Spring Fling. My goal is going to be to bring the equipment with us, and I think we're going to do a Google Hangout as well as record the show. So for those of you out there that are listening to this and you actually made it all
0: the way to close to the end. Do you mean that I should maintain my shave?
1: Probably. I'm going to wait, and I'll probably shave Thursday.
0: I shaved. Cleaned myself
1: up a little. Why did I shave? Uh, I don't know, because it felt good. No. Oh, because we were gone racing. Oh, you wanted to look good? Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be the goal is to do a live Google Hangout every time we do a portion of the show, and then it'll all be put together and, and posted online. So if you guys aren't doing much of anything, or if you're at the track and you have Wi-Fi or Internet and you want to, I'll, I'll be putting it on there. Look me up on, well, look up the NBM podcast. Look uh, Put in podcast at gmail.com. If you have Hangouts and stuff like that, add add that to your Hangouts um, and mm. I'll click you guys in and I'll send the invite to everybody so you guys can watch it that way. We'll be posting on the uh, Facebook page um, every you, time you, we record. You also
0: set up some other thing on my didn't you? Mm. What? I don't know, that other stuff that you set up. On YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. No, yeah, I know, but what's that stuff called? AdSense? Oh, yeah. What about AdSense? Well, it's part of Google, no? Well, it's part of Google.
1: It's just basically
0: the more our fans but support you, the podcast, it helps. Yeah, yes. that's all. Oh, okay. So you made a YouTube page? Yes. For the podcast. For the podcast. Oh, okay. And it's connected with the AdSense
1: account.
3: Mm.
1: Right on. If you guys wonder what AdSense is, Google it, and Google it. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. It all helps. Yeah. So
0: basically. <laughs> what? Go to YouTube. Yes. And watch our videos. Go to YouTube. Go to the NBM podcast. Oh, dude! You know what we didn't talk about? What the stuff behind me? Right. I can smell the food upstairs, Mister Truggy Man.
1: Yeah, we. (laughs) Well, you got an evil empire, seventy-four millimeter, twenty-two hundred KV Truggy motor. Oh my god!
0: And needless to say, I think we're going to try and put a twenty-one tooth pinion on it. No, we're going to do the nineteen. Uh, there's a 15 on it right now and we went and ran it and I'm I'm charging an old iPhone actually give so get <laughs> some speed. We just want to see how fast this thing really goes. I got to find the bubble wrap. <laughs> it's it's needless to say it it's a little ridiculous. We've seen the videos from these guys uh that have been working with uh, Evil Empire uh over the last 2 years uh testing motors and doing speed runs and it's fat like it hasn't even been 2 years dude. Don't, those like they're fast right you see a video and you see an rc you you're like whoa that was fast yeah but when you're like standing there in front of it but dude that isn't even fast no i know i know <laughs> but when you're standing at the road know, and the yeah. thing goes by at 60 mile an hour you're just like oh my god i know i can't wait to get the speed you know <laughs> is that my wife yeah she's going into the freezer hi wife oh she said hi I'm not getting a response from the person I wanted a response from. Oh, who'd you message? Casey. Oh, let him... Let, let him. Um, oh,
1: you wanted to try and have him on to let him... Yeah, talk let him give some verbal diarrhea, diarrhea
0: and... Ooh, that was kind of... Uh, I was hoping you might be home around 6. I will be home. Shortly. After 6... Sorry, um, let's just do this. Uh, okay, don't don't mind us, folks. There's going to be a little bit of dry air here. Matt might. Edit I can it edit out. it out. Maybe not. Um, I'm just getting my. Here we go. You're trying to do a. Okay, here you got the Skype ready. Okay, hang on. And if if things go bad here, we'll just edit it out. Uh, well, no, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah. Nah, just keep recording. Who cares? We're gonna we're gonna bring them in hot, unexpected. I was just about to say, uh, no.
1: When I did nudge the computer, it's done. <laughs>
0: it's good. Okay, what's the number? Um, shit, I don't want to say. It. Oh, I'll edit that out. I guess. Well, do the first one. The I just first don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say it over the air. <laughs> well, I could have edited it. <laughs> out. <Come laughs> uh yes. For a good time, call one nine zero six. Hmm. Bleep 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 bleep.
1: Oh, I missed the th-
0: <laughs> epic fail.
1: I need the, the, and the. Squirrel. And, oh, I'd added it to the end. Aw. Oh, Why six. must you
0: fail me,
3: Skype? hmm
0: Also, I'm nine, using a different three. microphone, and there's mm-hmm. less p popping. Mm-hmm. It still does it. We tested it.
1: Okay. Are, are we calling? Is that what we're doing? Oh,
0: yeah, call. Okay. Here you go. It was Captain Joel that uh, just emailed me. Oh. Oh. oh, maybe it's only when there's Skype.
5: Why would it play back? I'm
0: pretty sure this is his cell number.
5: Case
0: Casey, Casey. Yep. It's Mike Medallia. Oh. We got you live. Yeah, we got you live on the podcast. So don't say anything stupid.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're giving you the fair warning.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> How's things going? Working my ass off. We uh, we wanted to touch base with you, and uh, we're just uh, going to be getting this thing out, what, I think tonight, eh? Yeah, that's going to be the goal. Try to get it edited and out there. So we uh, figured we'd give you a call. We were just talking about your 16th annual spring fling that you're probably running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to get things organized. Uh,
5: that would be an understatement.
0: <laughs> an understatement? You at the shop?
5: Yeah, I'm at the shop, so right now I'm texting somebody, talking to you, and at the same time have the email opened up and ordering all five things at once.
0: (laughs) Well, let me tell you this. Don't let your wife know that you're doing all that because then there's an expectation set.
5: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Saw her a long time ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
5: so uh,
1: Casey give everybody just the give everybody the lowdown the history of what's going on like I already mentioned it but obviously it's been your event for forever and a day so just let everybody know what what what's the deal what's what what what's the info
5: okay so what we do you know we have our club racing throughout the year at the end of every year we've always had a huge race most clubs do that. Um, Ours has grown bigger and bigger every year. Um, So, you know, we just named it, you know, the annual spring flank. Um, Last year we had 125 entries, which for me was kind of low. It was great turnout and stuff. Um, This year we're expecting 150 plus. Um, We have some of the best racers from the surrounding states and Canada that all come and merge on Saint Ignis to come and put on, you know, to come to this great race. Um, There's people that they buy their kit that Friday and race (laughs) all the way up. The people that have, you know, raced at national events and state champion regional champs are all here, all the levels. So it just makes it for one great event.
0: Well, what's really awesome is, is, uh, That it truly can be an international event just because of how close it is to the border, right?
5: Right. And we've always had a semi-international event. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had Canadians come in before um, we've been hooked up with Sue RC Club. Right. Um, But we've had Canadians come. We had one drive all the way from New York. He drove 12 hours to come (laughs) up and
0: race. Holy (laughs) Well, you guys, yeah, we got guys flying so, in this year, right? So, well, yeah, last yeah, year
5: too, well, we had guys. Last flying. year we had a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had two guys. They rented a plane to fly in for the event. <laughs> Eric Cause and they're Tim. like, uh, Yep. Um, Eric from Lifetime Mercy. Yep. Um, you know, at the last moment he's like, "All right, we're going to go to the race," <laughs> so he flew in. <laughs> um, we've got um, an old buddy of mine. He's from New Mexico. He's flying in for the race. Um. So, and then, like I said, we've got five clubs that I know of that will be represented, you know, and I'm not talking just one or two people they're they're sending a group
0: nice yep.
5: they're coming as their club from r c raceway hardwoods raceway um some from the madison club yep um sue r c out um ontario you guys yep, you know. Um, and those are just some of the ones I know about Um, East Jordan RC on Facebook um, they posted up the information the other day you know
3: yeah
0: and from the sounds of it we've got um, quite the decent uh, sponsoring behind us and and we're going to be able to do quite the uh, set of raffles and whatnot, eh
5: yep we're going to be and anybody can do the raffle yeah Um, you don't even have to be racing you know so come in you know, check it out. You know, um, but what we do is we have a great group of sponsors. Cal RC, we got their stuff today. Um, I was so impressed with it. Now I'm a dealer for Cal RC.
3: <laughs> Look at that.
0: Um, <laughs> Funny how that um, happens, Yeah,
5: eh? you know, J Concepts, MIP, uh, Associated. Um, uh, of course, Casey Hobbies and Raceway. We've we've got a lot of stuff. Um, Dramada from Great Plains.
3: Awesome. Um, just
5: to name a few. I
1: mean, I know there's others. Oh, there, there's lots. Yeah. It. yeah. We got uh, Gone yeah. Banana Racing Skins, Infamous yep. Designs, Sumo RC, AKA, Proline, SMC, Evil Empire, Dutch Oven Designs, Tekin. <laughs> like, that's just to name a few. Yeah. And these so guys
0: didn't just send one thing either. Yeah, yeah, most no. Most of them, no. it's, it's no. multiples, eh? So that's, that's definitely... Any... any um, like what the door you're doing a door prize, Casey? have you made a decision on what that door prize is going to be yet, or is that still kinda in the well
5: the door prizes we we used to always say everybody got a um prize for just entering
3: mm-hmm.
5: well this year we're changing up a little bit, so everybody's gonna get a ticket for every class they enter in oh nice, and then for when you go marshal, yep, you will get another ticket for marshalling.
0: Look at that. So
1: not doing so anything extra, you're going to get tickets. Just doing, just doing what you just to do. your <laughs> job.
5: <to do.
0: laughs>
5: and I also will be noticing if somebody goes out of that extra to do something else.
0: Yeah, know. yeah. You know, they're um, picking up garbage or a little, whatever.
5: A little reward bonus. Yep. Um, so that's what we do. So if you got somebody marshalling for you, well, you're not going to get the ticket. They are.
1: Yep. Which that's is fair. fine. Yep. Well, totally it fair. only makes sense. You know what I mean. There's, there's all kinds of reason as to why people can't marshal. Um, you know, yep. if they're racing uh, more classes. Which is always a good thing from the track, uh, like track perspective. It's always great to have more entries. But if they're running more classes, then maybe they're capable of keeping up with them, their maintenance, or they have something go wrong, yep. and they got to have somebody else marshal for them. There's nothing wrong with that. But the person marshaling for them is the guy doing that extra little bit. So it only makes sense to yep. give that person the the, yep. the, the, the the reward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
5: So, and we're gonna have a lot of prizes for the door prizes. Um, but we're also going to have a big prize. Myself, as Casey Hobbies, we're putting in a DX4 radio.
0: Beautiful. Um, nice.
5: It's a $140 radio. That's one of the major door prizes. These sponsors that are sending out some other stuff, You know, I'm not sure what else is going to be in there for a big door prizes. But we're going to have a decent amount of door prizes and lots of raffle prizes. Beautiful. So we're probably going to be giving away low estimate, $3,000 worth of items. You know, because also for the raffle price, you know, Casey Hobbies is putting in a DX4R Pro radio with a total of three receivers. A $450 value.
3: <laughs>
0: there you go. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We planned on... Uh, oh, a kit. Yeah, they sent a yep. kit, eh?
5: Yep, they sent a kit. Um, in First National Bank of St. Ignace You know, they donated um, some money to buy a kit to give away also. Oh, sweet. So we will have at least two kits so far.
0: (laughs) Nice. You know,
5: know, so
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's good. We're planning on bringing down uh, the podcasting equipment and doing some live stuff down there. So maybe, uh, you know, on some of those bigger prizes, we can interview the recipients of that and get their thoughts on things. And that'll be a good way to uh, let people know kind of how the event went and or is going. It won't be live, I don't think, eh, Matt? Like, we're not going to... Uh, well, I would like to, if there, like, if there is internet... <laughs> there is internet. I want to do yes, a we'll
1: Google there. Hangout. So we're going to record it like I normally do on the computer, but, but we're try also going to gonna do it. a Hangout broadcast. So Sweet. at the same time, it'll be broadcast for people to tune in through YouTube and through Google Hangouts to watch. Sweet. So I think it would be different, that's for sure.
0: We should, um, on that note, get a hold of maybe Live R C and see if they can post a thing up about when we might be. Not a problem. I can have it done. And then they can have it as an article. Mm-hmm.
1: I can have that done.
0: Yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Without, without a doubt. Promotions. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll work good. Know,
5: yeah, and we've got the latest scoring system that just came in this week.
0: Yeah, the RC4 um, decoder, you mean? Yep.
5: Yeah. So now we have the RC4 decoder.
1: So if you guys are listening and planning and attending, you have three-wire um, my mylaps, you are good to go. Yay. Yep. Which is exciting. Yep. I finally and get to use mine. <laughs> and
5: if you don't have three-wire my laps, we have 20 of them for sale.
0: Beautiful. Look at that. There you go. Sweetness. So outside of um, uh, Casey, the uh, spring fling, uh, and obviously your hobby shop that is involved with RC cars. What else? Because uh, I know you dabble into just more than RCs. Uh, uh, he runs
1: the, a hobby shop. With the so. hobby
0: shop, just to uh, what other services do you does your yeah.
1: shop have?
5: Yeah, what we are is what's considered a true full line hobby shop. Um, a lot of people think of a hobby shop, they think radio control cars, and that's it. A full line hobby shop. We have. Trains, plastic models, die cast, Hot Wheels, other types of collectibles, puzzles, um, board games. You know, um, you got to see this to, like, guy's make... shop.
0: It's huge. It's it is just, <laughs> it's, it's huge.
5: 3,000 square feet, and we're expanding. Um.
0: This. Um. After. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and I know what you're expanding to, so that's why I laugh. They're
5: laughing because they've seen the shop, and I say, "Yes, I need to expand."
0: <laughs> um. We will be getting in actual fireworks. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. That's why I'm laughing because that's what he's expanding into. Uh, it's scary. <laughs> Yes. I can't oh. wait. We are going to go down
1: there for our little visits, and it'll be like, okay, how much work do I have to do to buy that yeah,
0: one? And yeah. it, uh, it is one of those things, like, we, we can't really bring fireworks back to Canada, so oh, okay. we have to let them off in the States. Per- perfect. So be warned.
5: Um, profireworks.com is the company we're being spon- hooked up with. Um, because of the time frame, we're trying to get some items um, for the spring fling to give away
0: oh awesome um,
5: right now we're trying to do a little package deal for every kid that's there sweet a little sparkler sets, stuff like that um then, <laughs> oh, you know, of, of course these. You know, hopefully some big packages for the um raffle and the door
0: prizes yeah, yeah. You know, for
5: the for the
0: big boys oh yeah you mean the the, the big yeah. the big kids yep <laughs> we need a nine dragons <laughs> oh god I don't even want to know the name like that, and I don't even want to know what it They got all kinds of things. Matt's on their website already, Casey.
5: <laughs> Look under ammunition.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we just figured we'd give you a shout and uh, touch base with you here. Um, holy, they do sell ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get, like, 223. In hindsight, we maybe should have done this phone call a oh. week or so ago, but that's okay. It'll get out there and... Uh, I know we've been getting a lot of hits on the uh, Facebook, too. A lot of people have been looking at the event. Oh, oh yeah, so we, had over a
5: thousand, we had over 1,000 hits in one week.
0: Yeah, no, I know. A lot of people are... Uh, I think it's going to be a good turnout. I really do. I think it's the time of year is good. The weather... It's not horrible, but it's still cold out, which I think nope. pushes a lot of people to want to be inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing yeah. that we didn't talk about, Casey, was the location of our venue, which I to me... I was just going to say that. We is, need to talk about the venue. ...is absolutely unique and very... Um, uh, what's the word? You know, it, it's good for those that are traveling because if they've got family, there's there's things for them to do. So I'll kind of let you, uh, you know, uh, talk about that.
5: Yeah, we're having... it at the Quaid and Shores... Casino here in St. Ignace. Um, that's out on Mackinac Trail, St. Ignace. Uh, Zips 49781. Those that want to Google it.
3: There you go.
5: Um, but you go to their site. Um, Quaid Insurance is they've helped us out before. About eight years ago, we did a race out there. Um, and again, they're stepping up and becoming a sponsor. Yep. This is a 30,000-square-foot <laughs> venue.
3: It is huge, folks. Huge.
5: Uh, um, for those that like hockey... Um, it's as big as a Olympic size hockey arena. Yeah,
0: it is. Like, That's if not how bigger. big it
5: is. Um, it's, I know it's 88 feet wide. <laughs> I don't know how long it is. It's huge.
0: It's huge. You know,
5: Let's put
1: it this um, way. When we said the bathrooms are way over there, I'm sitting in the chair going, That's a really long walk, guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Somebody get me a
5: wheelchair. It's it's not something you're going to plan last minute to go. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, They've offered we're going to have trackside
3: hot food,
5: um, hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, a chip. So you get a hamburger, a chip, a cookie, and a Coke for right around that $455 range.
0: That's incredible, really. That's an incredible price.
5: like I said, they're stepping up really nice for us and offering that. Um, we're going to have the breakfast bar out there Saturday morning. Nice. Um, so there's a group of us that's going to meet out there about you know 7, 7.30. And then when I'm done eating, we go open up the marina uh, Saturday morning. Beautiful. And start having some practice. So,
3: oh, go ahead, um, sorry.
5: But we've got a nice stage um, the stage is, what, 24 feet? I think it's 24 by 24. <laughs> it's four feet high up in the air.
0: Nice. See, I told you. lighting galore. Then that's a big change, um, eh, from, from last time you guys ran there was the lighting. I know that was one of the biggest complaints, right, was the lighting wasn't as good as it could have been, but that's now been changed because I know when we walked in there, I felt like I was walking into, like, the second coming of Christ.
5: <laughs> um, the lighting, yes, they've changed it up a lot Because they have gun shows there Right And anybody that's ever gone to a gun show Knows you need to see those serial numbers
3: Oh, so I thought those weren't important they have to adequate lighting <laughs>
5: Down here they do Yeah, what no, serial sure.
0: number? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to so, register this so, I think it's
5: really off. nice.
0: Yeah, no, um, and it is It is, it was we're gonna incredible
5: We're going to have lots of tables Perfect um, The main thing is you have to have These people have to have something to cover the table completely.
0: So whether it's a towel or a yeah. pit mat, your jacket, towel, you don't care. Towel, pit
5: mat, sheet, it has to cover it completely.
0: Probably something better than like a bed yeah. sheet though, right? Because like a so, bed sheet isn't right. really going to protect it. You want something with a little bit of meat to it, eh?
5: Right. Yeah, you're, you're going to have that stuff. Don't, we'll have stuff there it will be $10 a piece.
0: Yep. That's fair. To do it. You
5: know, um, so, but, um, also, one thing I want to mention about the venue is there's no outside food or beverages. The casino is gracious enough to be able to allow us to host this here. That's their one main stipulation.
1: Yep. Do you think you can have the bar installed for Friday?
5: I could have it Thursday night. <clears throat> they kept asking me if I wanted it. Well, so, uh, also,
0: oh, we got a peep popper there, but it wasn't. You know what? Pee. It's, it it's a... a something with Skype. Yeah um casey you know what it is it's that back loop i bet you no it's not the back loop is not there anymore oh okay um so casey (laughs) we're setting up thursday right yes
3: we'll be
5: out there probably about noonish one o'clock okay you know just start set up at least by one o'clock we'll be out there in the tent
0: area yeah in the tent so in the in the the casino venue we'll know that we're there so if they say we're if if people walk in and be like oh where's the rc guys most people should know right
5: uh, hopefully, yeah.
0: Staff-wise, I think I think they'll catch on pretty quick. Um, so then, what time of the evening, uh, into the evening, are we allowed to burn the candle? The casinos open
5: twenty-four hours a day.
0: Okay, so basically, uh, so my <laughs> next, yeah, so that's good. So my next question is this: um, so my, I myself want to bring down all my crap, and we know I don't travel light. What is the security of this location going to be like
5: on Friday night? I will be the last one to leave.
0: So the doors will get locked?
5: Well, the outside doors and everything will lock. You know, this is, they used to have gaming tables in this area.
3: Mm -hmm.
5: They still have the whole security, all the cameras and everything in there. So we have 24 hour video surveillance (laughs) (laughs) of the entire area. Okay. You will not find a venue that is more secure
0: (laughs) than (laughs) a casino.
5: Yeah. So they have security guards that would will be walking through, you know, every hour or so.
0: Yeah. I just, like, so, I just was thinking, you know, for those of us that are coming down early. Yeah. Because you know, I was thinking about doing that Thursday. Like when Thursday I come down, night, I, I just want up, to bring, bring my, my stuff. And that's it, yeah. right? It's done. And,
5: yeah, if you want to bring your stuff down Thursday night when you help set up, that's fine. Um, for those that come down Friday for practice, um, if you have it prepaid, practice is $10 all day. After 5 o'clock, it's $5. But you can leave your stuff set up there Friday night. Um, so that way we can come in Saturday morning and you're all set, ready to go.
0: Yep. And the plan is to run two heats in the main, three heats in the main. What's the What's the plan?
5: We're going to go two heats in the main because we should be looking at about 22 um, heats.
0: Yeah. Okay. Or 22 Hold on. rounds. Yeah. 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 No, I got you. Hold on. Makes yep. sense.
5: Because we're going to have 114 scale minis and 118 scales minis okay there's enough to do their own classes wow um and there should be two heats of each and this is a last minute class that you know got talked about but like i said there's still there's still gonna be enough to do two heats
0: yeah for sure
5: you know
0: good no that's awesome great all right. Well, I don't think I have really any other questions. No, that,
1: I, I think that's. I think that covers it all. Again, guys, uh, make sure you check him out on Facebook, Casey Hobbies. He is located in St. Ignace, Michigan, um, right on the main strip, pretty much, right?
5: Yep, we're dead center downtown. We're right across from Arnold's Mackinac Island Ferry Dock, and I always say we're in between the Big Yellow Hotel and the Big White Bank.
0: Nice. There. You what's there. Um, what's your on, zip? What's the zip there, Casey?
5: Four nine seven eight one. There you go. So um, we're on. Facebook is KC Hobbies and Raceway and KC Hobbies and
0: Toys. And that's so the, the letters, le- the letters KC. KC, yeah, right. Yeah, KC. When, yep. yeah. Well, uh, we'll
1: make sure when I post the 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 uh, the uh, the link for the podcast, I'll actually tag the the shop and everything in it. That way, you can uh, share it and, and get it out there. And, yep, uh, and
5: then we'll have the 16th annual Spring Fling Facebook page is also out there.
1: Yep. So if you guys are hearing this and you can make it, do your best to get there. It is at the Kuwaitan Casino in St. Ignace, which I am looking forward to because I'm going to get to practice on Friday and then I get to go gamble on Friday, which is even <laughs> better. So it's either going to be really good for me or I'm going to be miserable on Saturday going, yeah, I lost 200 bucks.
3: Oops. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> so if, you, if you guys are interested to come check it out, make sure you do um, hit us up if you need any other information and Casey, uh of course thanks for being on the show. We're going to obviously have you on again uh this coming weekend. Yep. And uh finally a sit down. A sit down.
5: Yeah, maybe we'll do um one Sunday from the casino.
1: Uh well, I won't be anywhere near it on Sunday. So it's coming home on me <laughs> Saturday cuz my daughter hey. has her first communion and my nephew has his birthday. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. So I have no <laughs> I have no option to be home Sunday. I have to be home. <laughs> But, uh, again, thanks for being on the show, Casey. We'll uh, let you get back to your wonderful evening because we know you work like a fiend. Two jobs.
3: So. All
5: right. Sounds good, guys. All right, okay, you. Casey.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being right. on, man. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. No
0: problem.
1: There he is, Casey from Casey Hobbies. <clears throat> Make sure you guys go over to Facebook and check him out. Like him. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for us, doesn't it? Yeah, buddy. All right. So, thanks to everybody who supports this course. Cow RC, Gone Banana Racing Skins, the MKS Servo, Eb- M- Servos, Evil Empire <laughs> Racing. And if we're missing anybody, I'm sorry. It's been a long show.
0: Yeah, I can't even think of it either.
1: It's gonna be like a almost. A, it's gonna be a three plus Thank hour. Thank you,
0: everybody in yes. the RC industry,
1: of course. Live RC, Eric, everybody. Ciao. We are out. I guess I need to actually have that. Uh, the Exit music, ready? Our, cra- our crazy jungle music That's it Nice Our, our music that we thought was uh,
0: Copyright free But it wasn't Bananas
1: Yes I don't know what's going on with it
0: I don't know what's <gasps> going on with it either It's not playing for me It's not playing So we'll just keep talking until it starts playing Just edit it in
1: yeah. But I don't like editing it in It's no. a, um, um, a lot of work to edit it in and make it sound proper <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it It's broken Oh, there she oh, is
3: Alright we're going later folks
1: later